This is Diakonos Cops Calling Podcast, Low Expectations, Take 6 episode. I'm Anthony Weaver, and on this episode, Gary and I talk about the Valdi school shooting and break down an officer-involved shooting in Akron, Ohio. Plus, we get into much, much more. Diakonos, a Cops Calling, is supported by the Lancaster Patriot. The Lancaster Patriot is a conservative newspaper serving Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, and beyond. If you are tired of liberal bias in your local newspaper, then you need to switch to the Lancaster Patriot right now. The Lancaster Patriot is not ashamed to stand on biblical truth and defend traditional values. Their newspaper includes local stories from Lancaster County, local sports, state, national, and international stories. They even have faith and perspective sections that apply the scripture to our culture. This is not a newspaper that will win any liberal or woke awards, but it will bring you the news free from corporate agendas and government talking points. Subscribe to the Lancaster Patriot today and get a real print newspaper delivered right to your door every single week. I am a proud subscriber of the Lancaster Patriot and you can join me. As a fan of Diakonasa Cops Calling, you can get a discounted subscription right now. Use promo code Diakonas, that's D-I-A-K-O-N-O-S, and receive $15 off your first year's subscription. Sign up online at thelancasterpatriot.com or call 717-370-7508. Again, enter code Diakonas and save $15 on your first year's subscription to local, honest, and conservative news. Visit www.thelancasterpatriot.com for more information or call them at 717-370-7508. Whatever. Whatever. They got away. Sometimes they get away, man. Sometimes they get away. (laughs) Oh, man. It's good to see you, Gary. How you doing? It's good to be here. I've been going. Yeah? Yeah. Summertime. Dude, it was nice. I, I was on break this month. I didn't have a regular... When I say this month, I was on break here in July. Yeah. And um, so I didn't have a regular episode to put out, but I was working, man. I was still working on the podcast. Nice. What were you doing? I am working on season three. Okay. I'm going to be uh, uh, like doing, writing. Uh, not necessarily writing, just, just looking at uh, how I'm going to intro the shows, looking at music. I think I'm going to do a music change, an intro music change. I think I'm going to write, I'm writing a new trailer uh, for okay. season three. Yeah. All kinds of stuff, man. Nice. So yeah, that's just exciting. Yeah. Just trying to, trying to work on, work on some other stuff. Um, but when's season three kick off? Uh, January. January. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I, I was just, more months. I was, I was doing what they call vision casting. Doesn't Ooh, that sound so great? I don't vision like that. Casting. What does that even mean? I think you cast like a fishing line. I was casting that's what you cast. Like a vision is something that's not like. So is it really vision casting if it's just me, myself, and I? Because I'm not really, I'm not really projecting vision to a group of people. I'm just, it's just my idea. So it's like an idea you're planning. So it's just my vision. You're planning. I'm not really vision casting. I'm just planning. You're planning. <laughs> what do I want to do next? What do I want to do next? But no, I'm pretty excited about it. I. I, I, I wasn't sure if I should change my music out. Okay. Because I've had a lot of people, they really like my intro music. Right. I'm done with it personally. Oh. I, I'm, I'm tired of it. I, I want something changed. I want something like more edgy, like 
grab your attention. Like I'm just punching I'm, the face. Kinda. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to change the way I do my intro. Even even here in the se- season two that we're in right now, moving forward, I'm going to change the way I do my intro. I'm not going to change the music yet, but I'm going to change the way I do the intro. Okay. So it's just going to be, it's going to be different. I'm going to try something different. I'm always trying to tweak it a little bit. So when somebody pushes play on that pod, right before they give you a five-star honest review, you're going <laughs> to just like their hair, if they have hair, unlike you and I, their right. hair is just going to go, wow, like yeah. just fly up and back yeah. just because of the extreme like. Yeah. I'm going to try music. to grab, grab people's attention right okay. away. I like it. Instead of the ads, the ads at the very beginning. Yeah. Mm, they're still going to be at the beginning, but not the very not first thing. Not the very first thing. Like it's going to be pushed, pushed into the show just a little bit. I actually like that because like let them get like, okay, now I'm here. I'm here. Yeah. I'm here for the pod, right? Like they're getting kind of motivated because you just like right. rock their socks off. And then just bore them with ads. <laughs> yeah. And then you bore them with ads. Like that's not okay. You got to give them something, keep them around. And then you can, you know, slide in an ad yeah. here or there. Yeah. And then you can, j- listen, if you don't like the ads, push, yeah. skip 30 seconds ahead. Man. That's it's the not thing. hard. But the thing I was looking at is the fact that the ads are at the very, literally the first thing people hear. Yeah. I don't like I, it. I, I, I was like, I got to change that. That's, you know, I, don't get me wrong. The people that support uh, the podcast and that, um, they deserve their time. They deserve their time, yeah. but I, I want to, I still want it at the beginning. I just want to push it into the show just a little bit because and pe- grab people's people are going to listen to it more if you do it that way. I think they're right. they're they're more apt to just let the let the right. ad go so they actually get the right. Yeah. yeah. And right now I'm running three ads. That's I'm awesome, uh, dude. Lancaster Patriot, which um, you know people can get um, you know money off a, a subscription for a year yeah. at Lancaster Patriot. I'm running, you have a code, right? Or yeah, Diakonos. Like um, I got an ad for Iron Shirt Barbecue, and then I got an ad for Audible because I'm an Audible affiliate too. Yeah, I used the Iron Shirt Barbecue discount. Yeah, dude, it was All awesome. Right. It was awesome. I like yeah. it. Yeah, super good. So it worked. So anybody <laughs> who wants uh, some real good barbecue, use the code. Do Diakonos. you think? I, I'm I'm being honest here. I think his barbecue is is the best I've ever had, personally. Yeah. Now I know you have some family down in the southern states, so maybe you've had some that are that's a little better. But I don't want to put you on the spot here. But and I've done some traveling. You've done some traveling. I've done some traveling. Okay. I've been around. I don't know. I, um, no, I I see. So I, I have a hard time saying what's best and what's, you know, if I don't if I like something, I like it. Like I don't really rate things as like. That was the best thing ever. Like okay. that's just not how I do. So you're like, you won't commit to that. You won't commit no. to giving some, someone no something the best. No. Okay. That's fair enough. I might in some instances, but like in food, I don't. I really like food. So Speaking now, of food. Hey, I got to. What do you do with a tuna steak? I have no idea. I think a marinade and maybe like a quick sear on both sides. Like a Asian sauce on top, maybe. I've never made tuna steak i think i'm gonna cook one tomorrow but okay anyway so all right so barbecue sorry yeah no i just really like his barbecue i think it's, it's really good it is stuff. very good so i got the wings which he smokes and then he this is like a this yeah is this ad. is another yeah. ad for him right now so he smokes them off-site for for me and then he and then he came and he he fried them right there and then yeah. tossed them in the sauce and we we ate them it was yeah. for a, perfect a, a 18th birthday party so perfect. It was phenomenal yeah it was unbelievable the brisket yeah. or the uh we got pulled pork and he just, he pulled it on site and maybe he doesn't do that for everybody. Right. Uh, but I would imagine if you throw him an extra 50, he'd probably do it right there. Yeah. Maybe it's part of it. I don't know. But yeah, it's, it's, it's good stuff, but 
yeah anyway so i'm just working on yeah. stuff season three is gonna sound and i was almost said look a little different but i'm not doing youtube so yeah sound a little different um and even here at the end of season two i think it'll sound a little different just just to have a different different flavor to it but um do you have any like hints as to like is there going to be a specific focus like no a, no you... not not necessarily changing my focus yeah, yeah, yeah um but just just uh really working on the intros changing music um branching out with guests uh the other thing i wanted to plug real quick is lieutenant john mccary uh he was on an episode earlier in this season yeah uh retired from nypd he just started uh his own podcast he just dropped the first episode it's called new york's finest retired and unfiltered uh check it out i listened to the first episode it was really good great guy passionate about the job passionate about the mission of law enforcement unafraid to like just get out there and, and push back against narrative so check that out nice. um that's a really good podcast as well so anyways we are diaknos cops calling podcast this is low expectations take six where we descend into the bowels of amateurism dude i like that dude i'm coming up with a new line every every week what was it last week uh dude i don't know where we plumb the depths of mediocrity okay that's that a good one. or not last week last uh month yeah. episode last month we plumbed the depths of mediocrity and uh this is uh diaknos cops calling uh podcast low expectations take six where we descend into the bowels of amateurism descend into the bowels of amateurism are all of those words yeah okay i feel like how long did it take you to like figure that out <laughs> actually not that long which really, is really it sad. just came to you well i came up with one and then i didn't like it so i changed it and then lauren lauren gave me one word in there to which one like descend descend yeah what was your word i'm not gonna say okay it doesn't matter. I don't want. I don't want to like muddy the waters. Like okay. the, I just. I just want the. I just want the mental picture of descending into the bowels of amateurism. I mean, it really gives you a word picture that I think is powerful about the mediocrity of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I feel like we do good things. No, we do. I. I'm a very self-deprecating humor I guy. So. I like it. Though, like I like. I like really making fun of fun of myself. But yeah. But yeah, I think I. I think I'm going to continue to come up with taglines for I each like low expectation. It makes me feel good about myself too when you say those things. Why? Like amateurism, bowels descending into, like you can't just be on the top of the, on top of <laughs> amateurism, right? Like just about to go into like mediocrity. Right. Right, because it's amateurs and then like maybe like semi-pro. We're like descending into the bowels of it. Like we're really going deep the, into. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, it, I makes, think it, fits. it makes you smile. Oh, dude, I, I'm a smiley and guy. And I think bowels, when you hear the word bowels, yeah. it's just gross. Like when you think of the word bowels, so, it's just nasty. What, what, what's, what's the name of the word? It's an onomatopoeia, right? <laughs> onomatopoeia? I don't know. I'm not getting into this argument oh, with okay. you again. But bowels, yeah, that's, it sounds dirty too. Like it's just gross and like oh, yeah. ugh, the bowels. The bowels of maybe, maybe as we go on, I'll, yeah. I'll, they'll get a little better. Like I won't be as self-deprecating. No, it'll it'll get better. I think we should stay. But either way, I just that's my tagline. So I like it. You know, we're gonna we're gonna talk about several things on this episode. Uh, I I want to get into Uvalde. Um, I know we're gonna do it though. I've had people asking me about it. I'm gonna get into the shooting 
of a suspect out in Akron, Ohio. Um, That's a wild video. Yeah, I, I'm anxious to hear what you're going to think of that. And then there's a couple other little things uh, that we might hit up at the end here. We'll see how we how we're doing on time. But yeah, um, but yeah. So hey, so it's been a while since I laid out a pet peeve, or maybe it hasn't. Do I lay out a pet peeve on every episode? Probably do, but I like it. Let, let me hear this one. This okay. is going to be great. So this is this is the pet peeve I want to I want to talk right. about. And you didn't tell me this before, though. Yeah, like in show prep. No, Not that we do show no prep, that's like. because I literally, I thought about this, I think it was uh, uh, this morning or yes, yesterday when I woke up. Like, you know, sometimes when you wake up, you have these thoughts and you're like, I should really write this down. Yeah. You ever have that? Like, or you're about to fall asleep and you start thinking about something. Oh yeah, I definitely have had that. Yeah. And then like, I, I try to write that stuff down sometimes. But anyways, as I was waking up, I had this thought about how much I hate it when I call someone on the, on the phone. And their message tricks me into believing they've answered the phone. Oh yeah, they gotcha. Does does like you know what I mean? Like you. Well, call, that's happened to me. You call and and uh, you like, think you think you think that it went to voicemail, but the voicemail starts with "hello" or "hey there," "hey there," and then there's a pause, and then you say. Hey, so and so, this is Anthony, and then they're like, <laughs> uh, "Sorry, I'm not here. Leave a message." <laughs> I don't know what it is about that, but it like makes me so mad. That's super I, funny. I think it's the fact that um, I don't want to be punked when I call someone. Like, right. When I'm calling someone, I have a you piece have, of you have business. business. There's a, there's something that I'm trying to accomplish. There's a reason why you're calling. Right. And they and if, they got gotcha. you. Right. And if I'm going to take the time to leave a message for you. I don't want to be punked when I'm doing it. Yeah, that's so prideful, but I love it. <laughs> it's so prideful. It's like your time is <laughs> like, and your your like reason for calling is so much but more important than trying to like laugh and like have a good time. But it's seriously, it's like donut jokes for cops. Like when someone comes up to you and like oh, tells you a donut joke, yeah. and they think it's like literally the first time you heard a donut joke. Right. It's just so hilarious. First time, first time you've ever heard a donut joke as a police officer. Right. Uh, or if it, you're drinking coffee, they're like, hey, you want a donut with that? Like, it's just like, let me see. Yeah. Uh, Throat yeah. punch you. How about that? <laughs> uh, that's so true. But, but like, so when I call someone, yeah. that, that's kind of because there are a lot of people that do it. So it happens a lot for you. Well, I don't want to say it happens a lot for me, but there are, a, I've come across several messages that are like that. And it's people that you would call from time to time? Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. That's even better because like it's not like somebody you call one time every no. four years or and just honestly, one time. And honestly, in my mind right now, I cannot even think of a person who's done this. I yeah. just, it has happened to me. And you get real rage. It makes me mad. I'm yeah. like, I don't want to be punked right now. Because the other thing is you start leaving your message. And then you forget where you and were then, and you're mad. Now and you can't then they figure laugh out. at you. Right. And like say, leave your message after the beep. And then you have to start your message all over again. Right. And I just, it makes me want to break my phone when it happens. <laughs> <laughs> That's super funny, man. <laughs> but I can't think I'm, of the last time that actually happened to me. But I don't really call, like, I don't, like, I don't You're terrible, though, at communicating via phone. Yeah. I, it's a, it, like, I like, I would, if I, I get a hold of you, I get a hold of you. If not, like, sorry. I kind of gave your, your daughter a hard time on, on uh, the other day. Oh, really? On Sunday, I saw her and I was like, I was like, can you tell your dad to answer his texts? <laughs> uh, I, like maybe uh, I should maybe I should just call you, but you probably wouldn't answer the phone. No, I probably would. 
Uh, maybe I I'd much rather, I think I'm getting older. Like it's just easier to talk. Like sometimes there's so like when someone texts, it's, there's no, like, I don't know. There's just, no urgency there for you. For me, it's a, it's not a priority. Yeah. Like in some people like, oh, they text me. I got to text them right back. Like I'll let See, it sit there for three days. But then you forget about it. I do. But, yeah, then, I'll get see, back, but then I get back to it. But so, if, they, if it's that important, they'll hit me back up or call me. No, because people are like, I guess he doesn't want to answer yeah. my question or talk to me. If I, I had a guy text me about like making him a badge wallet. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't texted him back yet. It's been three days. I'm like, man, yeah. you're an idiot, Gary. Call this guy or whatever. Right. Yeah. So like, that's my thing. If I, if I text someone and they don't text me back, I'm just like, well, I guess they don't want to interact with me. So I'm not going to text them again. Yeah. I'm like, hey, did you get my text? Because right, right, that's right. like super passive aggressive then I think. Right, right, right. So I just, I'm like, all right, well, I, it doesn't bother me. I'm just, unless I'm asking them a question that I need a right. response for. Um, but yeah, I, I, uh, but that's, and if I, if I don't answer, um, I forget too. That's, that's the other true. thing. Yeah. And, and then I feel bad. Like then like months later, I'm like, Oh my goodness. I never like responded to this text. Can or, you put on your text? Like if you get a text and you read it, can you like mark it as unread? Like a, like an email or no? I don't think so. Uh, maybe like, you can. That's like the simplest thing ever. Why, why wouldn't Apple, I mean, I have an Apple, but like, why wouldn't Apple like do that? Maybe I can. But all that to say, I'm just thankful that when I call you, that your message isn't like playing a joke on me. Um, Does that sound like something that I would do? Yeah, kind of, maybe. Really? Like, I like, think I you could find attention. it funny. But you don't, ever, you don't ever know that it's happening. That's the thing. Like, I think that's the f one of the funniest parts about you being annoyed by it. They never know that it... Like, oh, it, I'll put it right down on the message sometimes. If I know the person real like, well, oh, I, I, hate, I your, hate your message. <laughs> Like, I'll just say it yeah, I think in my said, message. I think you've said to me a few times for my message, you're like, you're like that is terrible. Like, you are absolutely terrible. Because I think mine's like, hey, thanks for calling Gary. Call me a message. I might, I might call you back or something like that. Like, it's real, like, <laughs> monotone, like, real boring. Like, yeah. No, I, I don't, I don't, yeah, that's fine. I don't, that's I don't appreciate that. And that, and when someone calls me, now, I have to be careful. I have done this before. But if I call you. And it rings and rings and rings and you don't answer. And then I start leaving a message and then you call me back. Oh. I'm like, bro, at least let me leave my message and then call me back 10 minutes later. Right. You See know, what I have to say to you and then call me back. Dude, people probably really love those messages from me because I'll, I'll, I'll be. You'll wait. No, I'll be leaving a message yeah. and then they'll be calling me back and I'll be like, ugh. Like, I'll, like, make comments on <laughs> the phone. I'm like, of course, of course, now you're calling me and stuff. So people probably love those yeah, messages. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. I don't know. I got, a good I got a problem. I think I, think I just get aggravated too easily or something. You think? Yeah, I'm actually a pretty jolly guy. You are, yeah, yeah. And, and like, when you say, like, you hate it, like, it's, like yeah, I it's don't a super hate, strong yeah. word. But, like. I, 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 uh, I dislike it. I yeah, dislike it. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, my message is very monotone too. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not trying to play jokes on people. So, right. Anyways, all right. Yeah, so there's my fun. there's my pet peeve. I I don't think I've expressly stated a pet peeve recently. Yeah. Hey, if anybody has like pet peeve ideas, yeah, like let us know. Like, hit, yeah, hit hit Anthony up on uh, Twitter or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and and just just or yeah or on Facebook funny. and yeah. just let me know. Like, hey. Uh, this is my pet peeve. What do you think? Dude, we'll talk about we'll, it. We'll, we'll. I'll talk I'll about talk, it. I'll yeah, talk, talk about anything. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know how to stop talking. I, I constantly am yapping. I don't know. I feel like I, I, 
I feel like I don't let you talk enough. It's your show. You should be doing most of the talk. Yeah, but it's named after you. Yeah, but you just use me. Like, I, like, I don't mind being used sometimes. It's all right. <laughs> is, that why, is that why when I come up with my taglines, you're like, oh, low expectations, where we descend into the bowels of amateurism kind of hurts you in the heart. A little bit. A little bit, but it, not, but not it has nothing bad. to do with you. I know, it's super funny. It has to do I with like just it. us like being the, idiots. It's, yeah, it's the show. Yeah. But we it's talk just, about some serious things, man. We do talk about some serious things. Dude, when so, you said that you want to talk about Evaldi, I was just like, oh. Why? I think it's just so sad and like it, it fires me up. For and sure. Like, I just don't want to think about, like, I, I think uh, I just don't want to think about things sometimes. But yeah, I guess it's got to be. And like, it's getting played out so much that like, I mean, what's another amateur talking about this thing? But yeah, for sure. I mean, I think I I, I guess I would push back and say we're not really amateurs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, that's the tagline of the episode. I I mean, what do you want me to tell you? I know. Now now I'm saying we're not really amateurs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Like I got irritated when they. Like everybody was riding that guy that was checking his phone. Yeah. Like that was like a huge thing. So there's an officer in the middle. He's not anywhere. Like he's not anywhere. There's probably 45 or 50 cops in front of him. He's not doing anything. Right. I mean, they're obviously not doing anything either. He's on his phone and people are blowing this guy up for being on his phone. Right. Right. You know, that's absolutely insane. Well, and then what did we find out later? Yeah, that he's texting his wife or whatever that was in the yeah. room or was and like His wife whatever. is texting yeah. him and telling him, tell him he sh- she's shot in the room. Yeah. And then he did try to move towards the, uh, towards the classroom and got shut down by some... shut him down and walked him off the property. Yeah. And like, didn't, didn't let him, didn't yeah. let him go. Um, this I is just, one I think the cops can learn a whole lot of stuff from. Yeah. I think... So did how much of the the because they released a it was like an hour long video or something like that yeah of the inside of the school when I this didn't, happened I didn't watch a whole lot of it so you should talk about it well I I I honestly I I couldn't stomach okay um, you know I I watch a lot of videos for this podcast yeah and man you want to talk about some down stuff like stuff that can really get you down you start watching a lot of cop videos where like bad, bad things. things are happening. <laughs> yeah. And cops are having to react to it. It's just like, ugh, sometimes it's just, yeah, it's just not good. But I, I could not, I couldn't get, I, I was like, I'm not watching this whole video. But I did watch the very beginning where the suspect wrecks his car. Yeah, I, I saw um, that too, yeah. The, the two good Samaritans go towards the car. He shoots at the two good Samaritans. And then you watch him walk towards the school. Um, and then they also had... Um, they had some um, uh, audio. I'm not sure. I guess it was, it was like somehow they had audio from inside the school of a teacher calling 911. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe it was the 911 audio of her calling. And you hear her um, talking and you hear her yelling at kids to um, lock themselves in their classrooms. And you hear some shots in the background and stuff. And I guess when I listened to that, I just was like, how, how can, regardless of what you think about the amount of guns in America and um, the people that have those guns and the need or no need for those guns, how can you, you can have those discussions, but setting that aside and looking at the level of violence this suspect brought onto 
a soft target with small children, how can you listen to that teacher placing that 911 call, screaming at kids to hide, um, screaming herself, obviously scared to death about what was about to happen and not say, why are we not making our schools harder targets? Why are we not having, putting some sort of program in place to allow teachers, teachers that want to, to go through whatever. If you want to make it a week-long training, a two-week-long training, something that would give them the tools, get them on the range, allow them to have a way to defend themselves and their students at school. Like, why wouldn't we entertain it at least? Right. We, we've entertained, and I, I brought this up on one of the other podcasts, we, we spend millions and millions and millions of dollars on protecting kids and schools from fire. And I don't believe there's yeah. been a fire where a student has died since like 1950. Right. And yet we, we continue to have this level of violence um, from, from criminals, from wolves who know that they can go into these places. It's an easy target. It's, it's so easy. There's no, these are like gun-free zones. There's signs up. There's, you know, laws in place. Like, why would we not make it harder? Like, why can we not have an honest discussion about that? Right, or like how many, how many veterans do we have walking around jobless that would be willing to probably work for not a whole lot of money right? Uh, and, and secure a school? Yeah. And they'd probably be really good at it. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you have all the, I mean, there's so many, I don't know. We should be able to come up with something. You're absolutely right. Yeah, right. I mean, we, we, we spend millions on, like I said, on oh, fire. Enough, well. We, we, we waste a lot of money on lots yeah. of things. I just, I just don't understand. Like, that really struck me, listening to that teacher. Yeah. I, I was like, why are, why are we not working to make this harder to happen? Right. Because you're never going to be able to take all the guns away. Yeah, I ever. was think like, I mean, and, and I think I like what you said, that if you want to, or if, if a teacher wanted to, or yeah. a principal or a staff member, a janitor wanted to carry, are you got to call them janitors? I, I, what, yeah. custodians yeah yeah like the, the ones who make the school look nice right uh carry a gun like why not let, let them get trained if they like carrying a gun is not that hard right like it it takes some training and some getting used to but like if you have any like drive to want to like like be in the mix if something bad happened right like, or to be able to step in and like help out at all if you have just an ounce of that like that can be you can train that type of person to be willing to hide their gun mm -hmm. and be safe with it. Yeah. And like it not, not, not be that big of a deal. And then if something bad happens, you, they can step in. Right. You know, and, and it and, wouldn't be hard to do. And really, um, you know, think about how many veterans are teachers. Yeah. You know, a lot so of these you guys have their own, have like, their own training, mm -hmm. their own like, you know, ability to handle a firearm. But yeah, let it up to teachers and staff who wants to be, and then advertise it. Yeah. Instead of saying, make it gun known, this school zone. is armed. Like, come like, in here, you're getting shot. Yeah. Our, <laughs> yeah there you, are armed teachers in the school. You, you try to hurt our staff. kids, you're, you're going to drop. Right. You're going to take, take two to the chest, one to the head. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Just, I, I don't, you know. Like, why say gun free zone? It's when it should be more like, hey, we actually have like, we have like um, snipers on the roof. Right. You know, so if you come with a gun and we see you, you're getting zapped, you won't even know what hit you. Right. You know. Well, and that and that's the that's the thing. I mean, 
you think about how many people put up alarm signs at their houses. Yeah. Like this house is alarmed or we, you know, there's a dog inside and they don't even have it. They, right. they put it up to try to deter crime. But we don't even do that. We say gun-free zone. It, come on it, in and take Come it, on in. Do whatever you want you know? to these kids. Yeah, so I don't, that's one thing that really um, uh, uh, stuck out to me. Um, the other thing that stuck out to me is when, the, when all those officers were in the building, there's officers in the building, shoot, like shooting is going on. They advance on the door. Um, bad guy shoots at them. They then come back to like the T part of the hallway. Right. But there's like no plan. There's no like, and I, 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 can, I can understand like, um, you know, falling back to a, a certain point, but then you have to figure out what, like, okay, we're falling back to develop our plan and then we're going to push forward. But no, like there was no, it didn't look like anyone was communicating a plan. It didn't look like anyone had a plan. And even if you don't have a plan, you have to go like there, you can't. I think yeah, I think you have to go. I think you have to go, you know. Um, um and all the you know, I do I do like get upset a little bit when I when I see people or even other officers really, really being hard on on these officers um that haven't been in like a shooting type situation themselves because it's really easy to talk about what you would do sure. until it, it's really happening. You never know what you're going to do until it happens. You don't. You know, I mean, you can run the scenario through your head. You can train for it. You can put lots of rounds down range. But like once something like that happens, you don't know what you're going to do. But I would say that those guys that have been involved in something yeah. like that, that have actually sure. like pulled, pulled the trigger on someone who have been in situations like that, I think have a little more room to talk about it than those who have never been in that position or just Joe Blow citizen who literally has no idea what training Right. What that looks like, what it looks like to advance on yeah. someone, yeah. Um, or never, never like took that. a punch to the jaw, or right? Never, yeah, exactly. It does isn't not nothing against them. They just don't have any training and the tactics, sure. or what what the mindset or what that takes to do that. Yeah. Um. You know, and and all that to say, like you know, you and I have been in those types of situations, right. so I feel like we can talk with a level of some, you know, conviction and understanding of what those moments take. But yeah, watching those officers, um, and then the chief, um, what was his name? Chief Arredondo. Yeah. But he comes in, and they have video of him there. And while he's standing there in the hallway, there's another volley of shots. And he says, sir, sir, like, put down your gun. Like, we don't want anyone to get hurt. And I'm like, what, what planet are you on right now? Small town. Bro, like. I mean, I. I it's not, you, it's not like, okay. I'm just literally saying, like, hear a guy shooting rounds inside a classroom, and you're like, "Sir, sir, put your gun." He's not gonna put his gun down. No, yeah, he's not. You're gonna like, have to go kill this guy. You, you have to you, kill him. You, you are in a position where you have to put him down. You have to. You have to. Yeah. And does it mean you might get hurt or you might you die? Might die. Yeah. Yeah. It it does. It does. Mm -hmm. But you have to be willing to do that especially when you have the number that they had yeah like you might lose four but you're not gonna lose any more than that as right. long as you're aggressive and guy and like listen and guys are willing to do it like okay out of the 45 guys that are there there's gonna be seven that are gonna be willing to lay down their life for that there might not be all of them and that's and, and like i don't get mad at that right but like 
they didn't let the guys who were willing to do it from what i from what i've read or seen there there was no allowance for the guys who wanted to do something to let them do something like but, they basically got like pushed out of the area but my question is the guys that wanted to do something why didn't they rise up yeah and i agree say, yo get away from me we're doing this yeah there's six there's like, 15 of us here now we're going i like I, get out of my way yeah. or you're gonna take a bullet in your in your leg or yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna beat you up or whatever whatever it is like, like yeah. back off yeah yeah like literally just do what needed to be done yeah, but it's, i i don't it's know hard man i i i was just i was shocked at the level of inaction and again you know, going back to when this first happened and you and I talked about it and I, I talked about humility when discussing these things, and I still stand by that. There needs to be yeah. a level of humility because we weren't there. Um, but at the same time, now that more and more information has come out and now that the video, the video of Inside the School sure. has come out, I'm like, I cannot condone or, or I, it, justify the inaction. Like there was right. no, there was no plan. There was no like, Hey, like you said, hey, us six, we're going to go. Listen, your point, your two, your three, get the stack going. And listen, if you go down, we're, step we're, going, we're over, stepping step over. Yeah. over. It's, it's not hard. Yeah, like, it's a engage. quick plan. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you open the door, you know, I go high, you go low. Like what, whatever you like, develop something. Someone take yeah. command and control of, right. of this right. and say, we're, we're going to go in. Like, I, I mean, I, it's just. I don't think there was anything mal like the they didn't want this guy to kill these kids. No, like there's no, there's no cop in there that wanted that that did something like criminal, right? You know, but like it's your cop, like that's your it should be in your DNA, in your like it's it's who it's who you are in that moment to do something, and it it, it just didn't seem like that happened. Do you think? Do you think our our uh, the culture right now in law enforcement um, is such that kind of creates this level of inaction sure absolutely it shouldn't have it shouldn't and it definitely shouldn't have when kids are involved the hard part is if you go in with six seven one of your stray bullets might hit a kid that's the hard part because and then you're done then you're done you know what i mean like and you have to live with that so like to save 14 kids you inadvertently kill one like i'm not saying that's right i'm not saying like that would have happened, but that's, that's the reality of like one of those assaults. I mean, I'm going to call it an assault that that's what it is. Like somebody might take a stray bullet that you wish never took a stray bullet. Even, even if you're the best tactically trained person in the world. So you think fear of collateral damage will cause hesitation or what the media is going to say about you. You got a family, you got bills to pay. You have a young child at at home. So you kind of just stay back because like cops are in the cops are in the spotlight, man. Like, I don't know what to do. Right. I mean, it's yeah, I, I, I get it. Like, and I totally agree with you. I just think we need to have honest conversations within the profession about, uh, it doesn't matter. Like, I, I don't you, think it matters you, either. You, I'm you, just saying right. like, it's, it's hard to, you, there's a lot to think about there. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, for, for me, for me, I think the biggest, I think there's a couple issues. I think that, we we've really um we made the warrior mindset within law law profession like a cuss word like you we you, shouldn't be warriors you anymore. couldn't you yeah. shouldn't have a warrior mindset you that that is a 
a wrong mindset to have. Right. My issue with that is a true warrior mindset does not mean you just go and lay out violence on everyone you right. come across. Right. A warrior mindset is the ability to uh, put out violence when you need to. Yeah, turn to, it on when it needs to, to be. Turn it on and, and, and be tenderhearted and have empathy when you, when you need to. In fact, a warrior mindset in this setting is driven by empathy because you want to save lives. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so like, there's been such this push, uh, a huge push um, against this, you know, we don't want you to be warriors. Like, don't call uh, yourself a warrior. You know, yeah, yeah. you should be like, I, I don't know what you else. You should but, hug everybody you see. And yeah. The, and, and, and so, and then my question to people is I ask them, okay, well, if, if you're in trouble and you call the police, who do you want to show up? Yeah. Do you want Barney Fife to show up? <laughs> right. Or do you want a guy that's going to like take care of business? Right. I know who I want to show up. Yeah. He I might mean, not be the friendliest person in the world. He might, yeah. he might be a little gruff at first, but then maybe he's going to back it down a little bit, but you're already offended because he, he said, sit down and you got offended right. by that. Like you didn't, you know, he, he took control of the scene and you, you, you're upset or mad about that. But then he was able to back down and understand what was going on and talk to you and chat. And right. Like, that's generally how I, like I did it. Like, yeah. I was pretty like aggressive at first. Yeah. And then you back down. Yeah. And, when you, you, just, and then you're chill. Yeah. You just, you, you, you figure it out. Like you, you know, but, yeah. but the, that warrior mindset is needed when people really, really need help. Um, that warrior mindset, it, guys need to be able to turn it on and take care of business. And that's what people want. Right. But yet they don't know they want it. They don't know they yeah. want it because they've been, t they've been told over and over again that like, this is not how police should be. This is not like, it's, it's always pointing out the mis not always. It's often pointing out just the mistakes, mistakes. They should have done this. They should have right. done that. They're mean. You know, they did right. this, they did that. Like, it's just this, it's indoctrination to believe that the police are the bad guy. Right. Yeah. So I think that's one thing that, you know, causes it like this, this level of hesitation and inability sure. to act for fear of, you know, yeah, collateral damage for fear of getting in trouble with your agency for fear of getting complaints, you know. Do you get your picture on, on national yeah. news is a huge, like, I don't want my picture out there. Right, you're done. <laughs> you're done. Yeah, you're yeah. done. Like that guy that, uh, sh um, Brown, that shot Brown mm -hmm. years ago, like that, he had to like retire or whatever. Right. Who knows what he, like he's probably done. Right. And he did nothing, like he did was, nothing wrong. He did nothing wrong. Right. He was found innocent. And the narrative put out about that was completely. Yeah false yeah. you know the whole hands up don't shoot like yeah who was that officer what was his name uh, i'd rather remember his name than the bad guy yeah isn't that terrible but that's right. our culture and here we are and i i mean i just did it i'm now i'm having a a, a, a brain blank um it, a brain fine. blank about it but yeah you're right but that's our culture we remember the um the uh remember the bad guy remember the bad guy but not the uh the um, guy that his life was basically ruined or could have been ruined um, hopefully he stepped up and he's doing, doing good things now, but you know, you never know. Right. Yeah. Darren Wilson. Darren Wilson. Officer Darren Wilson. Innocent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, and a completely false narrative coming out of that, but, yeah. uh, which people still believe people right. still believe he, he, it right. was like a hands up. Unbelievable. I, it's, it's wild. But so I think that was, that's a big thing when I was looking at this, but when I was looking at these videos, that was a big thing I thought about. Um, I also just think 
there is a huge crisis in leadership yeah. in law enforcement. Huge, like, immense. Um, I, I feel like I've, you know, worked with some very good supervisors. Um, I've had some very good supervisors on this podcast, but unfortunately, overall, I think I think the the level of leadership in law enforcement is really lacking. Um, case in point, Chief Arredondo, like that's not a leader. Like apparently, he was just like looking for a key, and they never checked the door, right? So like that's where he spent like a lot of his time was looking for a master key, right? Why is he, first of all, why as this, if you're a scene commander, if there even was, if someone got on the radio and said, I'm the command, I, I, I'm in charge. I'm in command, yeah. Which they probably then probably didn't. Right. Uh, is what it looks like. If he did, my apologies. Um, but yeah, he spent half his time looking for a master key. Hey, yeah. you, have, you have 150 cops. Ask somebody else to do it. Right. And go do something else. Yeah. You're the boss, man. Like And I think that's a, that can be a common problem in like a very hectic, out of control scene is as a supervisor, you get fixated on like a little thing because you don't know how to manage the big thing. The big thing, yeah. And um I remember listening to a guy, I want to say his last name was Linsky, but he was he was very high up in the Boston Police Department when the um Boston Marathon the bombing. bombing happened. And he, he, uh, I, I heard him at a training talk about, um, that scene and how he had command of that scene. And, um, man, it, it was a riveting, um, debrief he gave about it, but he was talking about when that happened and he's down at the scene and he got fixated on someone who had their leg blown off or, or blown up pretty bad. And he was like trying to help that person. Right. Um, and and he's like the the immensity is that a word immensity of the scene the hugeness of the scene and right. what needed to be done and what needed to be controlled was so overwhelming he's like i was fixating on trying to help one person so he's like i can i know i can do this right. this i might not be able, this big giant thing i might not right. might not be able to do but this is easy i could do this so yeah. he said someone lower ranking than him a friend of his but was lower ranking literally came up to him grabbed him by the shirt and said, get your crap together. You're in charge. Start acting like it. Do your job. Like, woke him up. Yeah, woke him up. Yeah. Like, woke him up. And so he said, that woke me up. And he's like, it, he's like, if I could tell supervisors, leaders, one thing in a room, in a scene like that, pick five things you want done. Get on the radio. Tell them you have command and give officers five things to do. Yeah. I need this shutdown over here. I need officers to this location to help with this. Whatever it is, he's like, pick five things and start giving orders on the radio because you have to. Like you're, you start doing something, the ball's rolling. Right, Yeah. right. And you, you start giving officers direction because we've all been to scenes like that and you're where like, everyone's running around. What do you want me to do? Yeah, <laughs> right. like you, you come up to a supervisor, what do you want me to do? Um, and if you're a supervisor, you better have an answer. Yeah. If someone gets a hold of you on the radio and asks you that question, and I've, I've been there where someone's asked me, you know, where do you want me to go? What do you want me to do? And you have that brief second, like, oh, crap. Uh, but you better come up with something. And right. it better be the right. Or, well, say, or say, what do you think you can do? Like, with what you have. Like, what do you have? I mean, that's, right. it's, you know. I, I, yeah. I, I think, I think in, inaction is, is way worse than making a decision yeah. that might be a little wrong. Yeah. Like, at least if you are making decisions and 
providing guidance to your officers who are looking to you for that off for that for that um you know for your opinion and your direction yeah. doing giving them an order even if it might not be the best or correct order at that moment is better than doing nothing if so here's what's here's what's the uvaldi thing am i saying it right uvaldi uvaldi yeah so if i'm there i'm gonna say i want 10 guys right now we're going to that door right there's gonna be 10 guys that show up and i'm gonna be like let's go i'm point yep uh if i fall your point and point to the guy your point we're going to take him out that's right. what we're doing and you you say all right you ready we got it. We good. Yep. Everybody good. Check your weapons. Check them. Bam. Let's go. Boom. You're done. Yep. You go. Yep. Not all of you getting killed. It's not going to happen. Right. You know, yeah. that, it's and, that simple. And here's the thing. I mean, when I say it, it's that simple, but it, you, you might be going to your, your grave, but like if kids are getting killed, man, like I, I, I can't stomach it. Like yeah. in me, me personally. Yeah. I mean, watching the video was extremely difficult. Yeah. I, I, I didn't, I, I, didn't I don't actually, you know, it, I don't under, I just didn't understand how you couldn't go. Um, but you're right. And a guy like that, that goes into a school and is shooting kids is a coward. And if you push the violence of action against him, he's, he's, he's going to fold like yeah. a card. Like he probably sh did. Can, does the video show, does he shoot out of the room? So he's totally like, I don't, he, you never see, see him. Once he goes in the room you're, and you hear him it. firing and firing and firing and firing in the room. And then the police get there and there's, um, they move to the door. I think they might've heard shots when they first got in, they moved to the door yeah. and then you hear shots again. You never see the suspect. So it appears that he's shooting out the door at them. Yeah. I don't know if he is actually shooting out at them or if he's just shooting again in the, in the room, but they retreat and, That's but it. then there's no regroup. There's no like, okay. And it's like 60 minutes right. after that, right? But then you have the chief there and you have more shots fired and you're like, sir, drop your weapon. I'm, I'm just like, I was watching a video and like, you know, I'm to the chief. I'm like, bro, dude, he ain't dropping his gun. Yeah, You're going to have to do it. Do something. Yeah. And, and listen, the chief shouldn't have been the guy to do that. He's probably, he's not tactically sound. Like he's not ready for it. Well, but no. you say you, are you ready to go? Get, yeah. get 10 guys. And I guarantee you that the tact, the hot, hot guy that's there. Right. He's going to be like, give me 10 and somebody's going to 10, 10 dudes are coming or 15 and you go. Yeah. Like it's, you just, I, I it sucks. Just, Somebody's going to get whacked. Yeah. They are. Or maybe not. Right. They might take one to the chest and they got protection. Like, like I, the, the way you go into that is like, Hey, I'm, I'm going to eat some bullets balls here to the wall, man. But like, I'm going, I'm going home. You're going like, nuts. This guy's going to yeah. die. Go out. I'm going home. I'm saving something. I'm saving right. one of these kids. Yeah. yeah. And you just, you just got to go, man. I just. It, it's just so but that's what they like that's the training the training is grab one or two i was it right. two and you and go sometimes it's just you you go the training that is, is the training and they went to training like a week before that yeah i don't i think another problem with the thing was was the multiple um agencies so you have the local government you have the local government small town right you have state you have the feds and then you have the feds being like border patrol probably right, right. so you have all these different agencies and everybody's kind of like i don't want to step on anybody's yeah. toes and that that just shouldn't happen do you do you think there was any confusion i think you might be right about that do you think there was any confusion about active shooter versus barricaded gunman hostage so. type situation yeah right because because you you have you have the main shooting they get there there's a pause a there's lull. a pause um and then there's 
you know, shooting officers retreat. And then there's like nothing for a long time. Yeah. Do you think there was like, I mean, in my opinion, you, you heard shots when you first got there. It's, it's an act. And you know that there's kids in the room that are shot. I mean, like you have to assume they're shot. Probably some are dying. You, that's still in my mind. It's active. It's active. Like you, you have to. And I think, I bet you we get some type of update with the active shooter, like training that is often like pushed out that like, if a shooting happens in school, you go till you find the shooter. Right. That's what you do. Yeah. If there's a shooting in a school, you go until you find the shooter. Because there are times where you, you know. And then if you push the envelope, then you get someone killed. Like then right. you're, then you're the bad guy. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. But I do think that sometimes there's like that, you know, I think it's why it's important to have conversations like this in your agency and, and, and go through training because I think at times there can be confusion. Okay. When does an active shooter stop being an active shooter right. or does an active shooter ever stop being an active shooter and just turn into a hostage situation or a barricade situation? Right. And for sure in a hostage situation or a barricaded gunman situation, um, that, that you, you don't push like that usually. Right. You can, there may reach a point where you do, but it's, it's a lot slower and, and methodical right. usually, but. You are damned if you do, damned if you don't in some situations. This right. one, it doesn't seem like that should have gone. Yeah. Like, I, I just think you should have gone. Yep. I totally agree with you. Ten guys should have gone. Yep. And just I grab think- a dude and go. Or two guys, go. Yeah. And Whatever. And listen, bravery, like, in, infuses, like, it, it brings others along with you. Yep. If somebody sees some, does, if someone sees someone do something brave, others are going to follow. Right. Which goes back to leadership. Yeah. It, it does. Let's like go. if you're, you know, yeah, uh, I don't know. That's it's terrible. Yeah, it, it's terrible. But every, I think every officer needs to think about it. They need to think about like run the scenario in your head. Like, like what would you do? How it. would you do it? Like even, even or like, would you do it? Do you have the guts to do it? Right. You know, just like, just check yourself. Like, right. Like, how are I, you, how are you going to get in that room? Like, what if the door pushes in? What if you got to pull it out? Like, how are you gonna how are you gonna work your way through getting through that through that yeah. door? If I get hit, what am I gonna do? If I feel pain in my right side, what am I gonna do? Or right. you know, if my arm stops working, what am I gonna I'm gonna keep going? I gotta keep going. Like you just tell yourself it. Like yeah. run it through. Like it's gonna be okay. Or if I right. fall, I'm gonna get back up. Yeah. You know, like Yeah, it's it it really comes down. I'm gonna scream as I go in the room. Like yeah. dude, you can do a there's a lot you can do to disorient people. Like if you act what do we always say? Like crazy beats, like acting crazy beats crazy. Right. You know what I mean? Like if you're, if you're, if you see crazy and you act crazy, sometimes if you act crazier than the, the crazy person, yeah, you win. Yeah. Cause you're acting crazier than the crazy person. They're like, Oh, this guy's nuts. Like, okay, <laughs> right. I'm done. You know, yeah. sometimes that works. Some, sometimes it doesn't, but so, like, yeah, it's, but oh, you're right, man. You just, you it's have just sad. It's, it's, I, I don't, maybe embarrassment's not the right word. But but maybe it is. It's just it's just sad. I wish it didn't happen. But again, it's it's this shooter's fault. Yeah, he's for a sure. wicked, evil man. Yeah, and uh, a coward. Yeah, and uh, justice will be served. Yeah, one way or another. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. But, it's tough, man. But I'm glad we talked about it. We kind of like hit it on hit on it a couple times. We did dodge um, it, dude. We tried dodging. Well, it. I, I tried dodging it. Yeah. Well, maybe you did. I wasn't. Do- I really wanted to know more about it before yeah. I really laid out like 
a clear opinion on it. Right. So I felt like everyone was like, oh, they did this, they did this, you know, they're cowards, calling them names and stuff like that and drawing all these conclusions. And I just, I, I don't have the stomach for that. Yeah. Especially when it's, especially when it's officers, because I believe that, you know, most officers try to do the right thing all right. the time. And I, I also, believe that. And also that they're, they're placed into that position, I, I believe, by God. And so, like, I, I want to be slow to um, critique yeah. an officer in that type of situation. Because let me tell you, when you got, like, rounds flying around you or you're, you know, uh, involved in something where someone has a weapon... Um, and your life is is legitimately in danger. It's a different ball game. It's not, you know, it's really easy to sit behind a computer and be like, "God, oh, these guys are cowards." Yeah, really, dude. Like, right? What it? You gonna do it? You gonna go in the room and take them out? Right. Like, or maybe yeah. you would, but then go get on the job and do it. Right. You help know? us out. Help us out. Like, we need help. Actually, we, we need, need help. Every agency needs <laughs> every help. Agency. No one wants to be a cop anymore. No so you want to sit behind your little keyboard and write your little comments. Yeah. And uh and judge the cops. Go do the job. Go do it. Right. And like, then get in their faces. Yeah. Then judge them. Yeah. And yeah. talk about it. Right. But yeah. So that I so I wasn't really dodging. I just wanted to take my time with it. Um cuz if only more people did that. Yeah. For sure. For sure. But that's that's uh I saw a, a, a <laughs> this doesn't have anything to do with you Go for it. But, uh, I watched a video about Ronald Reagan and he was giving a speech in like whenever yes, it was and uh, he's giving this speech and all of a sudden there's a pop and it's a balloon that pops and uh, out of nowhere he goes, you missed me. And he keeps going, rolling with this, with this right. speech. It's phenomenal. Like I, I never knew it happened. Now, my question is, did that happen before? I don't know. The assassination temp or after? I don't know. Like, yeah, after he got shot or was this before he got shot? Right. Yeah, I, I wish I, I saw I've seen that video. I, I need to look into that. Did you see it a long time ago or just recently? Recently I saw it. Yeah, why does it pop up recently? Like why it's is some, that? This stuff like pops up it's and then so everyone weird. sees it. But I, I I've saw it a long time ago too. Okay, I never saw it. But before. I saw it. it first recently. time I saw it and I was I yeah. was super entertained. I was like, that is unreal. Like he he skipped a like he didn't skip a beat. He's like, right. oh, you missed me. It was just super there funny. Was, there was like a little pause. Yeah, and then he's like, And then you missed you me. Missed me. <laughs> and it keeps going. But but it would be interesting to find out if that was like yeah. before or I bet after. it was after he got shot. That's probably why it's such a great video. Yeah. But if it anyway. happened after, like I thought about it. I, actually when I saw the video, I just kind of assumed it was after right, the assassination attempt. And I, I thought about that and I was like, what a great leader. Yes. The guy, like, you know that when he heard that, he S- like something that, like triggered yeah. triggered being shot at right or being shot but actually he, being, he being didn't shot. even like he didn't even flinch like he maybe, he doesn't move maybe a tiny little it's bit it's like a micro it's maybe, like a micro yeah, flinch yeah. and then you know he but you can tell like he regathers himself and says you missed me or you missed right um such a great moment it's like and so such like, a, like it's just i don't know like having a leader like like yeah that's leadership and like it just instills like calmness and peace in in like i mean well that's not chaos but like that would have been stressful for him for him knowing that he he'd been shot before right that's the case if that was if it was after the fact but anyway here here i it's funny that you brought this up because i just saw the guy who shot him john hinckley yeah okay yes tell say it say it did you 
so how, we must be following like the same people on Twitter yeah, or something probably. like that. But I just saw that he has his own Twitter account. He has thousands and thousands of followers. On oh, Twitter. I didn't know this. Okay. And he also has a website and he's making music. Okay. And art. And on his website, you can, you, he, he'll, he actually puts out there, send in your photo so I can put you up on the John Hinckley community wall or whatever. So I go on his website. Okay. Cause this is what I do. I love this stuff. I go on his website. The, there are hundreds, hundreds of people who have sent their photos to this guy. Oh my. And he has it up on the John Hinckley community wall and he's making music, which is terrible, by the way. Did you listen to some of it? I, I pulled up some of his songs on yeah. YouTube. I could only get like 30 seconds in. I'm like, this is horrific. Why do you think he wants their pictures? Well, I, I mean, I don't know a lot. He, so my understanding is slowly he was, he, was he ever in prison or did it, he get sent to like a mental lockup facility? I don't know. Um, but he, Slowly, they, they started giving him more and more freedom. Um, so, you know, first he was like detained and then he could have visitors and then he could leave for certain amounts of time to visit. And they gave him more and more and more. Just in uh, June of this year, I think, they, May or June of this year, they completely um, took like he's fully free. He's like free. he doesn't have to report anywhere. No probation. Nothing. No, he's... nothing. He is like. Free to go. Free as a bird. Um, and and uh, so, yeah. I heard that he wanted to give a speech at some, I don't know if it was like a graduation speech for some college or something like that. And then, and it was like, it created like outrage. And then they wind up like saying, you can't give the yeah. speech, which is but probably it, right. it would, It's just wild to me that he, uh, yeah, he has, a, he has a Twitter account. And his, uh, the, the tweet that I saw that, put him on my radar, the fact that he had a Twitter account and a, and a, a website and everything. The tweet he put out was, I, basically he invoked every social justice woke there organization there he could. Is. He's yeah. like, I support, you know, the Green New Deal, BLM, reforming prisons, LGBTQ. Uh, plus. Plus pro-choice, like, Abortion, all like literally every, all, all the, the talking points yeah, yeah, yeah. for for like the the far woke left. Um, he put it in a tweet and said, "I support all this." <laughs> so someone had like that's super funny, you know, yeah. retweeted it, oh, and I was man. like, John. I saw the name. I was like, John, or oh, I think it was Ben Shapiro. Ben okay. Shapiro retweeted it and said, "You can have him," or something yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. or "You can have him left," or something like that. And so I he's was like, yours or whatever. Oh yeah. He's yours or congratulations or something like that. And I, 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 uh, I was like, John Hinckley, like the John Hinckley. So then I went down this rabbit trail and Twitter <laughs> and on stop. his website. That's, That's pretty so funny, wild. Uh, it's oh, just crazy. It, I wonder if he's for gun control. Uh, like taking yes, I think that was in the tweet. Yeah, you, bro, you used a gun <laughs> to shoot the president. I'm I'm not positive, but I'm pretty sure that was in the tweet. <laughs> He's reformed now. He's reformed. Prison worked. Yeah. Yeah. No uh, I don't even, yeah, I, I'm not even sure if he was in prison. I think maybe he was in prison a little bit, but then he was like deemed. Because remember, he was stalking Jodie Foster too. I don't the know. The actress. Story. You went down the rabbit hole. I didn't. Yeah. I've, well, I've read a little bit. I read about 
uh, the assassination attempt. Super. I mean, it's just an unbelievable like story. Yeah. Like if you want to read some really good, like just history, it's just a, a it's wild. Yeah. Um, but anyways, the other thing, uh, I mean, that I wanted to talk about for sure was this shooting in Akron, Ohio. Yeah. Um, the suspect in Akron, Ohio. Um, so I'll break it down real quick Do and it. then, you know, I'll, I'll ask you about it. Uh, vehicle pursuit, uh, pursuit was initiated for traffic violations. Uh, were they traffic violations or were they equipment violations? Well, it was traffic and equipment okay. is what I saw. All right. Um, so a shot is fired by the suspect during the vehicle pursuit. Allegedly. I mean, right. The, the police say that. Right. There's, there's nothing to confirm it other than like. No, they found a casing in the car and a gun in the car. Well, I did see that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sorry. I'm sorry. Break it down. Yeah. I was being, um, yeah, being it, rude. They, they have video of, it looks like a muzzle flash out the window during the pursuit too. Yeah. So anyways, uh, shot fired during the pursuit. Um, the suspect then uh, flees from the car on foot and he's wearing a full uh, ski mask. How important is that in this case? In your opinion, that he's wearing a full ski mask when he flees? Uh, I don't I, I don't know. I think it's important, but like, it's not like no I, normal person wears a ski mask in I, that weather. Yeah. 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 For sure. I mean, this just happened. But it's America. You're allowed to do what you want. So you want to wear a ski mask, wear a ski mask. Right. I think, I think it, I, I think it's something that shouldn't be glossed over because if you, if you're involved in a vehicle pursuit, you're covering your face for a specific reasons. So nobody right. can recognize who you are. Right. Ever. And, and if you're, you know, yeah, I think it just adds to like, what are sure. your intentions when it's you flee one, on foot? It's one, it's piece. one, one piece of it. Yeah. But I think it's a piece that shouldn't be glossed over. Anyways, he flees, he's wearing this full ski mask. Uh, there's an attempt to use a taser on him at some point early on in the foot pursuit. It's not successful. Foot pursuit continues. Uh, I've, I've watched, dude, I watched this video so many times. It's so depressing. It's, it's so hard to see too. It's really hard to see. But it does look like he turns once. It looks like he actually turns once, and then the second time he turns is when they when they shoot him. But it, uh, at one point, it does look like he turns, and it appears he makes a movement uh, from or or to his his waistband area. So from the when the sh when the officers first fire to till the volley is done, uh, we're looking at six seconds, seven seconds at the most. Yeah. For all those shots to be fired. Um, four to five seconds in, you can hear an officer yelling and motioning to cease fire. At what, at what seconds? Four to five seconds okay. in. And um, a total of eight officers were involved. One of them was black. Um, uh, the suspect was black. Uh, initial reports that he was shot 60 times. So this, this is another falsehood that the press put out. They put out that he was shot 60 times initially. Um, there's still people that are pushing that narrative. However, um, he had 46 wounds, uh, so he was shot 46 times, and that doesn't necessarily mean he was actually shot 46 times, because the um, uh, the coroner um, stated that, for instance, if a shot goes through your arm and into your torso, torso, that's two wounds, but it's one shot. Right. So 46 wounds. So up to he was shot up to 46 times. Um, eight officers conceivably probably had 15 round magazines 
in their duty weapons at least. Um, I think mine right now has 17. Mm -hmm. So, you know, even if you, if they had 15 round mags, that's 120 rounds between those eight officers. So the amount in and of itself isn't excessive. Um, the amount of shots fired in and of itself isn't excessive. Um, I'll save my last comment, uh, for, for later, but I'm assuming you watched so mysterious. Well, I, yeah. So, um, I'm assuming you watched at least some of the body cam videos and some of the video. What what were your what were your thoughts on it? So the body cam super hard to see. It's dark. Thankfully, body cams are not like super high def. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that because the human eye doesn't see that. Um, so I think that they saw more than what you see. the officers saw more than what you see in the body cam. Correct. I would agree with that. Um, so the car's running, it's like moving slowly, and he moves from the driver's seat to the passenger seat and gets out and takes Correct. off running. Correct. And it's, it's not a long foot pursuit. Well, it's moving. He does that, yeah. Probably what, like 200, 100 yards maybe? Yeah. It not doesn't look that. super long, right. Um, yeah, I mean, I, it was hard for me to see that he was reaching for anything or turning or anything like that. Like. It seemed like it was a little bit early to shoot, but uh, if they if the officers are saying that they saw him making furtive movements, knowing that a shot was been fired, I think that was called on the radio that a shot was fired. Right. Um, uh, which is pretty important. Um, yeah, I, I mean, there's not a whole lot else that I can say. Like they shot uh, the the number of times they shot him. I don't like it. Doesn't mean anything to me. Like that. That it takes a second and a half for a mind to even realize what we're seeing before we end what we're currently doing. So like a second and a half goes by and they're still squeezing the trigger because after their mind said stop. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like once he's down, he's down. Like Yeah. Um I like that they handcuffed him when they were done. I think that was wise. That's protocol. Yeah, that's yep. what you should do. I think that somebody made a big deal about that. I was like what I mean, what if he's not dead? Like I mean, right. they didn't like check him for, you know, whatever. Right. So I I mean, I didn't I didn't necessarily hate what happened it's terrible that like just get pulled over man apparently the night before there was a vehicle pursuit with a very similar vehicle oh really yeah i didn't know this yeah so um yeah the night before like 2 30 in the morning or something like that there was a vehicle pursuit with a, a vehicle that matched the description okay um and they called it off okay so okay. i get i maybe it's a different area i think it's i think it's a different area um so yeah, so I mean, ultimately, again, uh, pretty early on in the investigation into this shooting, uh, people, you know, well, was, Akron blew up. Akron blew up. Yeah, there was there was riots. There was all kinds of stuff. Um, the uh, yeah, I mean, watching the video, I I watched um, all eight officers' body cams. I yeah. think. It's like a 40 minute YouTube video. Right. And like it's each officers and they slow it body down. Camp, yeah. Each, each, yeah. Each officer. So body camp. watching those, it does, it does look like at early on in the pursuit, he turns on the officers during the foot pursuit. That is a huge concern. Because yeah. most people, when they're attempting to flee from the police, don't turn to face the police. So for me, that they was. They might a, turn their head, but like right. they're not turning their they're entire not turning, bodies. And yeah. he, it, it looks like. He at least turns almost the whole way around to face them or like almost the whole way around to face them. And I'm like, ooh, that's not good. 
Um, and then it looks like this, he does that a second time. Yeah. And that, and it does, even though it's really blurry, it does look like his hands are down around his waistband sure. when they, when they um, fire on him. I think the fact that you, when you look at these cases, again, you know, I, I got into a little bit of a tiff on social media about this. Did you? Yeah. Yes. When you look at these cases, you have to look at Graham versus Connor, which, which basically is the reasonable officer rule. You know, a, a reasonable officer on in scene that same in that same scenario, would he react in the way those officers did? Not looking back. Not looking back, knowing right. what you know. Now, now you know the gun was in the car. Right. Now you know. But nobody knew that at the time. Right. Right. So I, my thing is, I think the officers absolutely acted reasonably based on what I could perceive on the body cam and the evidence that we have so far. I thought the officers acted reasonably. Um, because if you have a suspect who's willing to fire a gun during a vehicle pursuit and then flees while wearing a ski mask and then turns on you a couple times during that foot pursuit and reaches towards waistband, I think any reasonable officer would believe that that suspect still had the gun on his person and was attempting to use that weapon. Sure. I don't think that's outlandish to believe that and, or think that. And reasonable is not defined as 100% sure. Right. It's reasonable. Like it's, 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 it's based on the totality of circumstances, right. everything that you know about this case. And again, they didn't know the gun was still in the car. Right. Well, I, I, as far as there's I know, no they, evidence that there's they knew no evidence the that they knew the gun was still in the car. Um, the number of shots fired, like you said, I think has no, no bearing. I think the only thing that is going to be... Uh, challenged and possibly difficult for the officers to explain is that four to five seconds in when you have an officer yelling cease fire and actually like motioning to cease fire and you still have a volley of shots for two to three seconds it's gonna be a little bit long yeah i i and and he's down like he's he's on the ground he's laying on the ground at that point yeah um i think that's the only thing that um the officers are going to have to answer to. Yeah. Now, that being said, there again, as officers on the scene, their perceptions and us not being able to fully clearly see the video, um, you know, I think that that will be, you know, that will be the interesting part in this this case moving forward. Like how how they're going to handle that. My understanding is all eight officers gave statements. All eight officers had basically the the same statement that he reached toward his waistband or whatever um and obviously after an incident like this all those officers are separated as quickly as possible their statements are given you know separately they're not given uh together um and during the interview interviews any decent department is going to say uh during their interviews did you talk to this person did you talk to that person did you, did you talk to this person before talking to me right or what yeah. conversations did you have with this person about this incident? Right. And what did you say? And that's why it's important for any, any supervisors on the scene to, to separate those that are involved. Yeah. Because um, I know, don't think they should give a full statement right away. No, I don't either. But like they should be told, listen, don't talk to your buddies about this or it those who were with them. you. Yeah, right. It protects you. Because I mean, ask if they're okay, but like don't talk about what you saw, what you did. Right. Because and, you're going to be asked about it. 
And honestly, you want all their statements to be a little different. Like a, a little all different the same, perception. That's not good. If it's all the same, oh, if man. they all say the exact same thing, that's like, terrible. That's not a good sign. Um, but yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how this investigation plays out. What you know, yeah. I'm sure there's going to be more information that comes out about it. There may be even more information to the point where we talk about it again. Um, I the 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 thing I saw out there um, that kind of got me into a little thing on social media was. Um, someone comparing uh, the shooting of this suspect in Akron, Ohio, with the shooting of the white suspect who had um, shot up the Fourth of July parade in Illinois, in like Chicago area. So that white suspect shot, killed people at this Fourth of July parade. He then, when they went to take him into custody, they found him like a couple days later, led them on a short pursuit. But at the end of the pursuit, he uh, they did a felony vehicle stop and he surrendered. He got out of his car, he surrendered, and they took him into custody. And so the comparison was, well, he was white, so they didn't shoot him. This guy was black, so they shot him. Okay. Um, and, and so I was like, well, you know, the, the, that's not the point. This, and I basically said, this has nothing to do with race. It has to do with level of resistance at time of arrest. Right. When you have one suspect who for sure committed a way worse crime than a traffic violation. I mean, that's the only thing we know right now, but a way worse crime of actually murdering people. Right. But when he was taken into custody, he didn't he offer, up. he didn't offer, well, he didn't initially give up. He had a pursuit. There was a vehicle pursuit. A I'm short saying at the pursuit. end. But yeah, but he didn't offer up a level of resistance that um, required deadly force to be used. And wasn't reasonable. It's and not, it wasn't reasonable. It's yeah. not reasonable to right. shoot somebody who complies with the felony vehicle stop. Right. And like comes or out of the car and lays on the you. Right. Or who's fleeing from you, not right. pursuing. Who, the person whom you're pursuing. Right. And so, and then in this case, out of Akron, Ohio, you have a suspect who flees in a car. For a summary violation at best. But he fires a gun during that pursuit. Right. And then he flees on foot. And you have officers believing that he's still armed. It's, it's like comparing apples to oranges. It's two different things. And, and so there was like this whole back and forth about... Was that on Twitter or Facebook? No, it was or? on Facebook. Yeah. But it was a back and forth about, you know, you know that, that um, you know, showing me, you know, pictures of, of the use of force continuum and all this and that and how, you know, this, this suspect in Akron, Ohio didn't fall within the deadly force level. And, and I was like, he absolutely did like right. to a reasonable, you know, and I brought up Graham versus Connor and everything. So the bottom line is, you know, it's not the cleanest shoot in the world. It's not, no, it's but here's not the, the cleanest thing. shoot, most, but like we want aren't. everybody, I know, but everybody wants the clean shoot where literally the cop gets almost shot in the face or and, is shot or is shot and he wins the fight. Like, right. That's the ones you want, but that's not the standard and it shouldn't be the standard. Right. Because it's, he's, he's a law. He's a, he's a, uh, the suspect is, is not obeying the law. Right. They're not following the law. The police officer is pulling him over, is telling him to pull over. Right. Right. By his lights and sirens, which everybody knows what that means. Right. Your duty as a citizen of this country is to pull over. Right. That's your duty. That's your role. That's your, uh, your obligation is to do that. No matter what you think about the police, no matter what, how you were raised, no matter what your parents taught you, no matter what, mental health crisis you're having right no matter what happened in your life the day before your duty is to pull over right because that's what everybody expects of you and comply and comply right pull over pull over this doesn't happen 
You might get arrested. Right. You might get arrested. You might get arrested with a gun. Yeah. Sorry. But yeah. Yeah. I, I, there's just but now you lost a... your life because you continue. Right. And I guess like, you know, I, I see, you know, oh, he was shot because he, he was black. I'm like, okay. Nobody saw him because he had a face mask on, right? Yeah. Nobody could well, tell he was black. I, I'm, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he was wearing gloves. You could still see like, like his eyes, like at the T-zone, as they say. Like, in the body cam? I couldn't tell what race he was. I don't was. know. I was I, like, in the body yeah, cam, like, oh in the body goodness. cam, I couldn't. Yeah, you're right. In the body cam, you it's hard to tell. It's, so, so, it's like blurry. It's super yeah. fast. Like when, when cops are running, that freaks yeah. me out, man. You're just like, oh my goodness, I can't see anything. Yeah, and for sure, those officers, they very likely didn't know what race he was. I mean, honestly, when I was, when I was in a foot pursuit or a vehicle pursuit, I, the, the race of the person in that <laughs> moment literally I, didn't matter. It like, did not matter. It was clothing because that's what stuck yeah, out. Yeah, that, yeah. Clothing is what stuck I mean, you out would in give out the travel. race too. If, if you knew it. Yeah. If, yeah. Hey, light skinned male, dark skinned male. Like, yeah. It's, Always it's, give out the shoes. Oh, shoes. Got to give out the shoes. Especially if they're bright white or yeah. like real unique. Yeah. Because people can shed shirts and everything yeah. else, but shoes, they're usually going to keep on. But, yeah. anyways, uh, yeah. I, you know, it's going to be interesting how this one plays out. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how you can. And the other thing is, it wasn't just white officers involved. Like, there was a black officer who also shot. So, I, I don't, how do you, how do it's you, it's not a race. This isn't a race. It's thing. not a race thing. I, I just, it, it just drives me crazy. Like, yeah, I think it, what's another thing that's going to come up is again, I think their policy is don't pursue for uh, summary violations. That's what's going to get them. Yep. And yeah. now it turns from, it turns from summary violation to hire because he shoots, he shoots a gun. Yeah. I think that's what it, that's what's going to get them though. Like, like these yeah. stupid policies, man. Like it, that's not a yeah. Like well, we, and I we think, talked about this, man. Summary violations lead to really good arrests yeah. of really bad people right. who are committing really bad crimes. Mm-hmm. Not always, but it does. That's yeah. good policing. Yeah. He saw he saw a uh, equipment violation. Tries to stop the car. He probably maybe he. I mean, I don't I don't know all the details, but maybe he knew about the vehicle pursuit the night before. Usually, like these guys, are, like if you're a good street cop, you're you're keeping up with this stuff, right? And you want to arrest that bad guy, like, yeah, I don't know, man. It's, yeah, yeah, but I, it, it's, I, yeah, it's not a race. It's issue. not a race. This is not I mean, a race thing. Um, and I think it's, I think it's disingenuous and terrible to assign that motive to. I, I, I think it's I get ignorant. So tired of it. It's just they ignorant. Don't assign this motive to it when literally, you're, you're literally looking at just the circumstances of this case and saying all those cops are racist even the black cop somehow he's racist against his own race they're all racist you literally know nothing about them right and it really really bothers me when believers and pastors do it because you are assigning motives to someone now do you see that though like in this case did you see it with this case yes okay all right well fair enough that's how i got involved you know okay because it's wrong yeah. it's wrong it, yeah. it's wrong to show a level of partiality to a criminal and not to police officers who were called to have a level of respect and uh a level of yeah respect for their authority right as should... as put in place by by god yeah, i don't think we should show partiality but like but that is respect... showing partiality that is showing them? partiality when you say they're racist they shot him because he was black 
Oh, you're, you're showing yeah, yeah, partiality yeah, to the criminal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You're 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 completely separating his actions from what happened. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's gonna be wild how this how it plays out. Yeah. It. I mean, I think they're gonna have problems with this with the policy. Yeah, I didn't. At that's one initial, thing I didn't look into is their policy. Officer. It'll be it'll be interesting to see how it works out. I personally think it was a good shoot. I think they're gonna have problems with the very end of it. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see how, you know, how they work through that again, under stress, what are, what are they perceiving? Um, I mean, the shots are super rapid too. I mean, it's, it's like, like it's, it's, it's super fast. Yeah. And if like, like you said, there's, uh, how many, how many total up to 46? He has 46 wounds. Yeah. So up to 46, up to 46. he was shot up to 46 times. So that's, if there's eight guys, eight officers shooting, that's not, I mean, it's, it's not, yeah, I don't know how many rounds were fired. What, what I'm saying is like that eight guys, that's not a lot. Not eight guys. No. Eight guys, eight rounds is 64. Yeah. Right. Eight times, eight times eight is 64, right? Yeah. So like eight rounds is not a lot of rounds right. per guy. Right. I yeah. don't know. I mean, some guys probably fired 13, maybe some fired three, you know, yeah. some guys are fast. Like, yeah. It doesn't take long. Like that's the thing. Like when you decide to shoot, the what what's what's the rule? Like till till the threat's gone. Right. Till the threat is no longer a threat. I can fire. I bet I can fire ten rounds before before I know that that threat is no longer a threat. Right. Very easily. Yeah. I'm I'm for sure sh- shooter though. But like, I just I think I think like, once he's on the ground. And you yeah, have there's an, like two or three seconds later. Yeah. Yeah. Once he's on the ground and you have an officer saying cease fire and they're still going, I think that's going to be the issue. I think it's super good that there's, that somebody was there to say, see, that's leadership. We just, when we talk right. about this, like, because these guys, these guys are amped. They're like, they're like, we they just chase this guy. We're making sure we don't get hurt. Yes. Like there, there is a, you have to remember that it's not, it's not. Oh man, we got a deer. Look what we did to him. We put a bunch of holes in him. No, it's like I don't want to die tonight. Right. There, and my buddy's over here. I don't want him to die. Right. And this is a bad guy who shot at us. I think he has a gun. He might hurt me, and he might hurt my buddy. Yeah. That's what they're like. So it's. I think that's what they're thinking. Yeah. 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 So I. Yeah. And and for 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 sure. For sure. For sure. Like I I mean yeah. Like it's, I'm gonna put as many rounds as I need to to make sure that you don't get hurt if we're involved in something like that yeah you know what i mean until until that until it's done yeah absolutely and if it looks bad it looks bad it's just you know i don't want it to be i don't want to see you get hurt if somebody tries to shoot at you anthony yeah i appreciate that thank yeah, you buddy i'm here for you so but yeah tragic you know it's it's a tragic case but you yeah. know it'll we, we, but again we have what, to let what it dictated it what dictated the what Suspects the outcome actions. exactly that's right. what happens yeah. it's not the officers it's not their fault yeah and that's in I, this instance it's right. not their fault well they try to stop the guy he doesn't stop he shoots a gun at him he takes off running actually he probably puts a ski mask on before he takes off running yeah. his car is still in drive when he gets out of the car and runs that is pretty like that's wild right that's not normal behavior that's like that's like that's a guy who who, who would is, kill somebody. Yeah, who's going next level to not be identified. Yeah, and or to be caught or to 
to kill. But, so, but like, that's why I think the ski mask is so important. He's yeah. going next level to not be identified. Is that because he is going to shoot at them? Right. Like, you know what you have to because fleeing from the police is one thing. Fleeing while you're while you're wearing a ski mask is another thing. Fleeing while you're while you're wearing a ski mask and turning toward the officers is another thing. Fleeing, wearing a ski mask, turning on officers and firing a shot at them from the car is is a whole other thing reaching yeah if you can see that right and like again the body cam is not as good as your eyes because those guys are moving the body cam is bouncing right it's really hard to see but like those guys eyes you know when you run like you can see pretty well right way better than those body cameras Mm -hmm. if they saw and he reached and that's what they're saying yeah there's no there's no reason to disbelieve them yeah and I guess, like, for us as police officers, we can, we can put ourselves in that situation. We've been in similar, yeah. similar situations. And so I see people, like, jumping on and be like, how dare these guys? You know, they're racist and all this. <laughs> I'm like, bro, I've been in situations like that, yeah. you know? And, and specifically, like, just one that I, that I thought of when I was engaged in this thing on social media. And I didn't add this at the end because I thought it might be a little pointed. But, you know, guy in a car, we know he's armed. He, uh, we know he's threatening to shoot the cops if he gets stopped. He bails from the car. As he bails from the car, he starts reaching in his, like, waistband pocket area. And I hit him with my cruiser. I treated it as a deadly force. Yeah. And, and he, didn't, he didn't die. Like, he was, yeah. he was fine. I, I pretty much winged him in the leg, and he was fine. Was but, that a drug deal? No, no. Okay. This was this was just this was just like, yeah. I have to be careful how much I say. Yeah, about yeah. The I case, remember but, a drug deal one where it was very similar to that. Right. He took off running, got hit by a, a cruiser. Yeah. We found, we wanted to find a gun and stuff like that. But. Yeah. Um. But in this case, like, you know, so I I I when he was reaching in his like waistband and and sweatshirt pocket area. Yeah. I treated. It was a deadly force situation in my mind. That's why I decided to take the curb and hit him with the car yeah, or try to, try to hit him with the car. Um, and then we found the gun back in the car. It didn't matter. Right. It didn't matter because based on the information we had, um, which was extremely reliable information, um, it, it didn't matter in that moment. I was I, a reasonable officer on the scene. My, my partner at the time was chasing him with a uh, patrol rifle. Yeah. That that's how serious we were we were taking this threat. Right. And and so I almost added that in this conversation with these people and and then at at the end, had that suspect died in my situation, I would hope that you would not assign the motive of racist to me. Because that's what pisses me off. Yeah, yeah. You know, in that moment, I could have cared less if he was purple. <laughs> I, I could have cared less. Yellow, what, orange, green, I alien, like it didn't matter. The only thing I cared about was making sure that everyone involved in that situation went home and a criminal went to jail. Yeah, that's that he wasn't going to kill somebody. Yes, that's yeah. the only thing I cared about in that situation. Yeah. And so I see something like this and I've been like, I was almost in the same exact situation. The only difference is he didn't fire a shot out the window before we stopped the car. That's the only difference. Yeah. Yeah. And what time I, of the day was, was the thing you're talking about? That happened to me? Yeah. Night. Like night night? I, I don't remember. Yeah, it was dark. Like I don't like midnight, are we talking to like I, I always think there's a difference between ten PM and three AM. I think there's a difference. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because I think who's this, out? this 
this incident in Akron happened at what, like 2.30? Okay. It's right. So, it's super late. You're, no, you make a really good point, too. It, but it, now listen, it's America, and you can be out whenever you want. Right. And I totally believe that. But when but, you at, that's just another piece, right? right. That's, that makes it more reasonable. It makes it more, um, it's, it's more reasonable suspicion. It right. is. It just is. Yeah. It's yeah. not, uh, uh, it doesn't stand anything on its own. But right. with all the other things, it's another piece of the puzzle. Because the majority of people are, majority of people, yeah. again, aren't out at that time. And a lot of times, those, those people that you're engaged with that are involved in criminal activity, that's when they do choose to be out. Yeah. Because the cover of darkness, also, most, a lot of people aren't around to witness what they're doing. Right. Uh, you know, that sort of thing. So, yeah, I, I, I felt like that one maybe be a little too pointed to add to my social media tiff but but i was like seriously like as as a brother in christ that i would you call me a racist would you call me a racist yeah because i would have done the exact same thing right you know right yeah so what uh what do you want to what do you want to discuss next there gareth what else is on the agenda well we could talk about a couple things i don't know let me ask you this go ahead if you had to live on an island with like resources yeah so like you'd be able to like you know, I mean, you can fish like you have like it's not like real super rough, but like you lived on an island by yourself or like in the mountains by yourself not, or with your family or whatever. Like, where would you want to live? Mountains. And why? why? Um, well, you can't swim, number one. <laughs> <laughs> so you That's the catch, only reason you asked me that question. So you ain't catching no fish, right? You have well, to eat like I could, I could coconuts make a, or something. I can make a spear or something. I can make a fishing rod. I guess you can make a fishing rod. Yeah. All right. I, I, but you're not going like... I'm a survivalist. Yeah. So, so the mountains. I think the mountains. There's something the same about thing, the mountains. Same thing. You have resources like, you know, mountains. Yeah, I think so. Interesting. I feel like the mountains... That was a weird sound. Yeah. That's from like the bowels of... <laughs> the bowels of amateurism. Amateurism. <laughs> um, I... Uh, yeah, I think the mountains. Okay. Now you're going to ask me why I'm trying to to decide. I think I think uh, I don't know. There's something about being in the mountains. Like okay, it's just peaceful. Uh, you don't have to worry about getting sunburnt. Like that's a big thing with my head, shaved head, man. I get I think fried every year. Do you get Do you get sunburnt at least um, once a year, once a summer? Oh, I burn multiple. T- every time I'm in the sun, I if I'm in but the don't sun, you wear a hat. See, I've gotten really yeah, good I, at I remembering to wear a hat. Yeah. But like if I'm out and about or if I'm like in the river or whatever, swimming. For sure. Like I'm not wearing a hat. What river do you swim in? Dude, I go on. I, I travel. I go places. Oh, yeah. You're a world traveler. Well, not world, but I do things. <laughs> okay. Where's the last place you've been? Like Potter County. God's country. Oh, that's right. Hey, you were saying that uh, we were in Potter's County at the Pennsylvania Grand Canyon. That's not it's Potter's Counter. County. Potter. It's not Potter County. That's it's Tioga. Not, I, it might be Tioga. It's, it's like right Potter. there. It's literally, it's half a mile, three miles maybe. Okay. It's the same area. It's Tioga County. Are you I sure? Are you sure Potter County is that close to Tioga? Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to argue with you about this because you're probably right. Yeah. I've learned that. I've learned that arguing with you or my wife is pointless. Pointless. Yeah. Because you're usually right. So mountains. Yeah, I see mountains. I, mountains makes me nervous because of like, Generally, you think of mountains, there's lots of change in weather. 
if you think of like an island, it's generally the same weather. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's not like extreme cold or extreme hot. hot. It's, it's more like mellow. It's like the same. Now, but I think I would burn, but I think once I got like the layer of leather on my face and back and chest, I think I'd be okay. But like initially it'd be pretty rough, I would think. If you were on an island, would you send message for help? No. In a bottle? If I needed it, I think I would. But if I didn't need it. So I'd... this isn't like, hey, you're stranded and you need yeah, help. No, it's like, this hey, is, where would you want to be? Where do you want to live? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think for me personally, in the mountains. Yeah, I think that would be fun. I know it'd be. It's hard to choose. I think. I don't know. I don't, why? Why did you ask me that question? I was just thinking about it. When? Uh, when I was like thinking about coming over here, I was like, ah, I wonder, wonder yeah. what Anthony would rather do. And then I was thinking, dude, a lot of things at night happen. Like I just think about things while I'm going to bed, and I'm like, I'm like, if I had to live on an island. Would I like that or would I like the mountains better? Because I, I just came back from like Potter County. Okay. So I think I was thinking about that. I was like, would I want to be here? Because I was thinking about potentially going to the beach. And I was like, man, I really like the idea of the beach. But every time I go to the beach, I wish I never went to the beach. Oh, really? Yeah. I, like I mean, I always have fun, but I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, man, why do I do this? Like, it's hot. It's like. I think the whole sand and everything. There's just lots of people. And yeah, like when I go to the mountains, are. it's like there's no people. Yeah. A lot less people. A lot less people. I saw a big giant, or some people saw a big giant rattlesnake. I didn't see it. Oh, really? Yeah. It was like three and a half feet long, maybe real fat. Really? Yeah. And wow. apparently, like, it's illegal to kill them. They're still like... Wait, so I thought you can hunt rattlesnakes. Don't appara- they have- Well, in PA, apparently, well, this is from a local was telling us that, like, they wouldn't tell anybody if we killed it. So they were like, ask us, hey, did you guys kill it or whatever? And... We're like, no, we didn't kill the thing. And they're like, okay, well, I wouldn't tell anybody. And I was like, why? Is it illegal to kill him? They're like, he's like, he's like, yeah. Apparently they're off the endangered list. Like, like that they're, they're off the endangered list, but they're still protected. So you can't kill a rattlesnake. And I was like, this is a swimming hole that like lots of people use. Dude, I'm not, I'm not sure I believe that. Dude, look it up. I don't I'm know. Not, I'm not Maybe sure. Maybe it's you. not true. You mean in Pennsylvania, you can hunt rattlesnakes. You have to have a license. Of course you have to have a license. You got to pay yeah. state money. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, Are you finding yeah. it? Hunters, rattlesnake season in PA, growing in popularity. Yeah, you, there's a hunting season for them. In so PA. can you kill a rattlesnake? Hunters must have a valid fishing license and snake permit issued by the commission. After acquiring a permit, hunters can kill or possess one male timber rattlesnake at least 42 inches long, not including the rattle with 21 or more. Are you supposed to measure the, s- the snake before you kill it? Yeah, I don't, I don't, but what well, the bottom line is, you, you can kill you them, can, you can kill them, but I didn't have a, hunt, I didn't have a snake license, right? And it has to be in season, yeah, yeah. So maybe, maybe he oh, was whatever. just talking to you. So we saw some water snakes too, that was pretty cool. Aren't usually water snakes venomous? Well, I think you got to look at their heads, but if this they're like that diamond, they didn't have the, didn't have the, the triangle, yeah. Ugh, I hate snakes, really. Ugh, gross. Yeah. Anything that like, crawls yeah. on its belly, I'm not okay with, yeah. Like, grow right. some legs, man, stand up and walk. You know what, what I mean? would you do if you saw a snake walking towards you, though? Yeah, no, that'd be... Well, then it wouldn't <laughs> be like a snake. Cobra. Yeah, it wouldn't be a snake anymore, right? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a... Are you more scared of snakes than, like, a lion? Uh, well, I've never been up close and personal with a lion. You're crazy, dude. 
a snake you can run away from. A lion's going to eat you. Like, you're dead if you see a lion. Well, that maybe, was the easiest question I've ever asked you. I, but I do like lions. I think they're really oh, awesome. Like, they're not going to let you pet it. <laughs> it's like a cat, dude. I don't know, man. I really hate snakes. Really? I think I'd rather see a lion out in the wild, the wild because yeah. I don't. You don't think they'll attack you? No, I don't think a snake will attack me necessarily either, except you're walking along and all of a sudden there's a snake right at your feet. That's right. like freaky. A but lion, a you're like, going to see it. Like it's, it's there. Oh, like, this is hunting you. And then next thing you know, you're, you're, it's on your back and eating your neck. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess you don't see it nice coming. Nice kitty. It's okay. Nice yeah. little kitty. Yeah. I saw a cool video of a, a big giant um, elefante. Elephant. That was Spanish for elephant. <laughs> no, it's not. I think it is. Elefante is uh, I really hope some of my uh, Spanish-speaking <laughs> fans call in and just house you for that. So I saw this crazy video. This, this elefante is probably like... 40 yards from these, this one guy with a gun and another dude. And they're, I, I don't know what they're doing, but they're walking in the, the wild. And this elephant sees him and gets like real mad and starts like hitting his like big giant hoof on the ground and starts running at them. And they literally, like one guy literally, they both like stand there. They're super calm and they, they put their like hands behind their back and they just stand there and look at the thing that they, they remain super calm. And the whole idea was like hiding your fear. Basically, the, the elephant saw something in them that was like, this is not okay. I'm 40 times bigger than them, but they're not, they're not running from me. They're not cowering. They're not fearful of me. So I'm going to back off. And he backs off. It's super cool. Now, I don't think the elephant thought all that through, but like that was no, like the body. That right. But it was cool. That was like the body language though, that like these things that I think I could destroy are acting in a way that I don't think they should be acting. So I'm going to back off, which I thought was pretty cool. And I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to try to do that more often. So when you face elephants? No, no. In, in general, if I, like, if I have a fear, I'm going to face okay. it. So that way that thing that I fear backs off. Okay. I think that's what I'm going to try. Okay. I don't know what I fear. Now, if like, you actually saw an elephant running at you full speed, would you do that? No. <laughs> Dude, I would run like a dickens. Dude, I would be like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to try something. <laughs> yeah, be, they're huge. Elephants are huge. I wonder how I fast they can move. I think they're super fast. I saw elephants in um, Thailand, but it wasn't... I saw like the touristy elephants and like... Uh, touristy elephants? Yeah, I think they kind of like... I think they drug them. I think they put like nails in their ears and it's not cool, but like... Oh. I got to see elephants. When was that? In, when you were in the military? In Thailand, no. Uh, well, on a trip in Thailand. Oh. A couple years ago. Okay. Might have oh, yeah, yeah. A lot more than that. a couple years ago. I do remember that. Seven years ago, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good time. Cool, man. Well, we, we have a couple, like, we can close out with a couple things. Or we can, you know, we can talk about all these things if you yeah. want. We have a transgender New Jersey inmate uh, yes. who impregnated That's super funny. fellow prisoners. And then was moved. Did you see where he was moved to? A juvenile facility. Unbelievable. <laughs> what, what is going on? I, so the story is a transgender I get, female who is, a, who is biologically a male, right? Correct. Right, because right, they get impregnant, yeah. So biological male is imprisoned for a long, long time, right? Like, yeah, I don't even know if this... Their sentence is huge. If this article says... 
Oh, it's a manslaughter. Yeah, it's like 30, 30 years. sentence for manslaughter. Which is, that's a really long time for manslaughter. I don't know. There must have been some extenuating circumstances, yeah. aggravating circumstances. So he goes to a female prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he, he... Identifies as a she. Mm-hmm. Impregnates two... Two prisoners. Two prisoners. Two female prisoners. But it was consensual. Sex. Yeah. Which okay. is, I guess, so, better than nothing. So they're like, well, we got a problem. We got to... We got to move this... We're gonna move her. Yeah, I guess. And they move her to a juvenile move facility. Him. Move him. I'll say move him. Oh yeah, biological man. Right, right, right. To so they move him to a uh, juvenile facility, which I think is hilarious. And like apparently they put him on like suicide watch or something. Like well, no, he wrote. Somehow he has his own blog <sighs> while he's in prison. So he there, wrote. There's another problem. He wrote in a blog post. Um, uh, he on his website Justice for Demi. Oh man, I should have looked up this website. You I didn't even comment, look this comment up. on it. Um, but yeah, he wrote in a blog post uh, on his website um, on July 15th that, the, uh, that he was placed on suicide watch because um, he almost hung himself in the van. But yeah, they moved him. They moved him to a juvenile lockup. I, That's a great idea. I do not understand. I'm just reading down through. Apparently you can I, go wherever you want, right? Yeah. Like, you can just do whatever you want. So that one, that's quick and easy, just yeah. silliness, like absolute silliness. It's not, I mean, it's sad. It's super well, sad. Well, yeah. I mean, when I say silly, I'm just like, I know what you mean. Ridiculous. Just, yeah. Like, it's just asinine. Like, I, I don't understand how, who makes these decisions? Who is like, hmm, we got this guy who is saying he's a woman and now he's impregnated our female prisoners. So we need to move him. Where can we move him? Nah, let's not put him in a. Let's not put him in prison with a bunch of men. Let's put him in a juvenile facility. Let's do that. That's great idea. Yeah. And then he probably has like you know whoever made this decision has a bunch of people patting him back. Great decision, That's boss. A great idea. Good job, boss. Yeah, it's terrible. <sighs> then we have the uh, uh, Minneapolis woman um, who. So this, this, this suspect is a neighbor, is a neighbor. Yeah. Somehow I think has some sort of relationship with this woman ends up shooting at her and her kids through the wall kids, of the yeah. apartment. Like just, I don't know how many rounds he fired into right. the, into their apartment. Uh, the police show up, a sniper ends up killing this suspect cause he won't surrender. Right. So they end up killing this suspect. Then, uh, BLM and all these other, you know, Social, Social justice. justice movement organizations show up in front of this woman's house to protest the fact that the police killed this guy. Right. And there's viral video out there of the woman, the victim in this case, confronting right. the protesters and just like laying into them. Right. Going and off. they're like, the protesters are like, yeah, but at least you're alive. <laughs> <laughs> What bizarro world are we living in? It's wild, man. And what's also crazy, now I didn't check this recently, but I guess they started, uh, the family or someone started a GoFundMe page right. for, for the suspect who's dead. He died, right? They shot, they, they, I think they, I the think sniper dead, yeah. shot and killed him. Yeah, he's dead. Um, but they, someone started a GoFundMe page for the family and for his, him, you know, and the, you know, social justice movement and everything. And it, it, last time I checked, it had raised way more money 
than the GoFundMe page for the actual victim of the crime. So and then you have all these people showing up and they're like, they're like uh, protesting and BLM and he should have never been killed and everything like that. And this woman is like, he tried to kill me and my kids. Right. Would you and do this like, for me if I was killed by yeah, him? Yeah. Would like, you, yeah, sure. We would have. Yeah, that she did. She's like, would you do this for me if I was killed by him? And, uh, you know, they're like, yeah, but and they would not, by the right. way. No, they would. Yeah, let's make let's make it clear here. They would not, because that doesn't happen. <laughs> they're like, you're alive. Um, what else did they yell? They yelled some crazy stuff to him. Yeah, her kids were two and four years old. Um, and uh, it's that's it's just a, wild. A good thing about this story is that I think the father of the sus of the the guy that was killed, the suspect, like actually came over to her and hugged her. And like apologized or whatever. I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, it, was he out there? Yeah. Or like he came by like toward the end of it or something like that and like hugged her and said, I'm sorry or something like that. Hmm. I think it's toward the very end of the Oh, article. yeah. I see that now. Yeah. Pretty wild. I thought that was, I, was, I mean. Yeah. I just don't hey, I'm understand. I'm sorry. My these, son's an absolute buffoon. I don't understand these people that, you know, it's not want to okay. protest, protest someone who is trying to kill someone. The police end up killing him and they show up in front of this woman's house and raise a ruckus. Like, Nothing surprises me it's anymore, insanity. man. It's insanity. It's wild. It's insanity. It's crazy. But that's pretty, I mean, it's pretty funny. The, the last one is not funny at all. This one is super sad. This one actually like really That's Minneapolis. Me. This is this Minneapolis. This is Minneapolis. And I guess these officers were... They're like ATF? One's, one's ATF. Yeah. I think they were investigating some sort of like shooting or whatever. And this like four-year-old kid um, literally hits... He yeah. hit, he like, he like, for a four year old, he, he like, punches, he, he slaps, punches, he's yeah. slapping, he's like cursing at these cops. He's tiny. This he's kid tiny. goes to like right above their knees. Yeah. If, if, if you haven't seen the video, it's worth watching. I think they took it down off oh, most. Oh, really? Yeah, they took it down off most. Why? I don't know. Don't Why know. take it it's down? It's hard to find. Like, I, I had trouble finding the video. Ugh. I'd seen it, but you can't, but it's like, it's horrendous, man. He like, Call, he's calling these officers names. So it looks like they're just standing on a street corner. Yeah. And it looks like they're just trying to engage these kids. And yeah. They're young. Yeah. And this one little boy is just going crazy. He's like, F right. you. And yeah. Like calling them Oreos and made fun of his shoes. Yeah. Like it, get your, get your church shoes out of here. Why he's cursing your at ugly him. church shoes like, out of it's here. It's crazy. And being encouraged by his older like kids that are yeah. there being encouraged to act like that. It's and terrible. he's like, you know, it, it, it's really, really sad. Have you ever been cursed at by a small child on the job? Man, it's been a long time since I've been on the street. I'm sure I have. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. I have. I don't know. I, I had like a five or six-year-old, maybe a little older, mother F me one time. Really? Yeah. What'd you do? What did I do to the kid? Yeah. Nothing. I just ignored him. I walked out of the house. Right. You know? Right. But... That's wild, man. Like, think of what that kid is being taught at home. Right. What is being said about mm-hmm. authority figures. Right. Right. That's wild. Like, yeah. that kid, like, literally in 10 years, I'd make him probably 13, 14. Yeah. He's going to be carrying Dude. a gun. He's going to be fighting the cops. Like, did you see that? Did you see that case? Um, I don't remember what state it was. A four-year-old who shot at the police? Was that, yeah, it was his, like, dad's gun or something like yeah, that, right? Yeah, so they, yeah. the police go to this, like, report. There's got to be more to that. Like, something else got to come out about that. Well, they, they, they go. I don't know. The, I didn't do a lot of research into the story, but they go. I guess he got in type of some altercation at a drive-thru or something. They go, right. 
I mean, he may even brandish a gun and he won't get out of the car. So they get into a physical altercation. Cops pull him out of the car. They're arresting him. I guess while they're arresting him, he's yelling at his kids to shoot the cops. Right. And a four-year-old picks up, grabs a gun. Hit the gun that he left in the car. Yeah. Yeah. Points it out the window. A cop sees it, pushes it away, and the kid fires a shot. That's crazy. And then the kids are crying, and the, and the cops, like, it is heartbreaking, man. These cops pull these kids out and are trying to console them. Like, yeah. you know, that, da- that dad, man. You know what? I, when I read that story, I was like, millstone. Tie a millstone yeah. around his neck. Yeah. Give those kids a chance. Yeah. Like, give them to a real a person who can train them up. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, a four-year-old? I, yeah, to, I mean, to I even started, think picking up a gun and shooting at a cop. Like I that's started wild. thinking about that. Like, like what would you, what would I do if a if I was on a call and a four year old produced a weapon on me? Man, I don't want to think about that, Anthony. I know, but like seriously, right? like that's right? evil. That's probably a scenario I should start running through my head. I guess it's evil. It's just like wild. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, what are you gonna? What are you gonna do, dude? That's a sad one to. St- that's a that's a really really sad one. This isn't as sad, and I was going to bring it up during when I was going on my rampage about the lack of leadership. Yeah. Did you see this um, Chicago PD? I poor Chicago PD. You love Chicago. They are they are a punching bag for me. But they that that the leadership in that place is a train wreck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They 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 get a a murder suspect. This this people in this car shoot and kill someone. Okay. The cops are chasing the car that holds the people, the suspects that murdered the victim. Right. Immediately after. Okay. Immediately after. This is not like days later. This no, is right this away. This is like immediately the happens, after bad guys the murder. Gone. They get in a pursuit. Cops are verifying over the radio that the person shot is dead. They're chasing them. Yeah. And a CPD supervisor calls off the pursuit. <laughs> The officer stopped? Yes. Wow. That's wild, man. I mean... <laughs> no wonder Chicago is an absolute nightmare. Like, no wonder it is. If, if, I, if I was the supervisor to that supervisor, I would put in paperwork to demote him. Sure. Yeah. I'd be like, are you insane? Yeah. Like, what, what is your prop? That's a supervisor that's so scared. That yeah. he, he's not willing to make that decision. He's going to make I the decision. I would probably get an award for doing the right thing. Dude, there, there's like the radio traffic. I listened to the radio call. Oh, it's really? A, it's out there. You can Why listen you to the radio Why don't you send this to call. me? I would have enjoyed this. Know. Sorry. But yeah. I'll it's, forgive you. It's wild. It's, it's wild. They're, yeah. like, they're like chasing the guy, um, verified that the, the victim's dead. They're and, staying calm. Yep. It, it, it's calm. They're like, you know. Yeah. Another no, day. No one's freaking out, you know. Right. And the supervisor gets on and says, "Yeah, they they crossed into like a another jurisdiction or like, yeah, I I wasn't exactly sure on the radio calls yeah. what happened, but yeah, he gets on. He's like, terminate the pursuit. I'm sorry, had I been the officer and I'm Turn chasing radio a murder keep suspect, I I I would have been like negative. I'm not terminating. Really? Yeah, yeah." There's no way I would have terminated a pursuit with a murder suspect. Are you? I don't care. You you can suspend. You can fire me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not stopping a pursuit of a murder suspect. Yeah, it's it ain't happening. Yeah, I've never thought that through. 
I do. I think about stuff like that. Like, where's my line? I'm, I, yeah. That's wild. Uh, it's, it's terrible. That's terrible, man. That's nuts. Anyways, that's, that's all I got. Gary's yawning. Old man Gary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Ah, so, policing. What a, great, what a great career. It is. It is great. You got any, you got any good uh, cases right now? That you can talk about any uh, you put anyone in jail recently uh i'm working on a couple good ones i can't talk about them though. i know you can't what am i gonna say yeah yeah it's been but i didn't know if you had a case recently that went to sentencing and you're like yeah, nothing went, went nothing went to sentencing i was in the news the other day that was kind of annoying you were yeah man like yeah. in the newspaper or uh yeah okay yeah I think my name was in there. About? About a case. Uh, a guy that Can was... you talk about it a little bit since it was in the newspaper? Yeah. Just, I got to make sure that I don't say too much, right? What was, what was in the affidavit? That's all I can say or what was in the article. Um, yeah. A guy was uh, abused a, uh, a child in the city and then uh, I wound up getting the phone and uh, I found a, he abused an elderly lady in Montgomery County. Okay. So I contact, I didn't know who the old lady was and uh, found her, identified her, got a hold of a Montgomery County detective. So I met with him and uh, they were willing to kind of like run with it from there. So they ran with the rest of it and charged him cool. in Montgomery County for abusing her too. And this, this lady was deaf and mute and, and dumb. So she couldn't talk, speak, or hear. Oh, wow. And she was like 70, maybe 75, something like that. Wow. Real old. So it was terrible. I mean, I, when I saw these videos, I was just like, oh, I'm going to go after this guy. Yeah. So I got a hold of somebody that I felt like I could trust and met him. And then I felt like I could trust him even more and then gave him what I had. And he ran with the rest of it and charged him. So okay. I charged him in Lancaster for stuff he did in the city. And then, and then he was charged in Montgomery County too. So okay. he'll be away for a while. So like, how did she communicate just by writing? No. I mean, there's no communication. I don't think. Really, nothing. Yeah. Okay. No, but I got. I mean, we got you have yeah, yeah, you have, have videos. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty terrible. Wow. Now, when you said uh, another investigator you could trust, like, what do you, what do you, what do you mean by that? Just that there's, there's. Well, here's the deal. Not every investigator or cop is willing to like work. I mean, that, that's terrible no, that, to say, but like, no, but that's the truth. I mean, I it's don't like, mean to be like it's like literally like any other job. It's you, any you other have job. guys that work. You go to Chick-fil-A, some people are going to give you good fries. Some people are going to give you the old fries. Right. Like, yeah. Or they're going to mess up your order. Yeah. Like, because they I don't think, care. I, th I, think people, I, I think people need to remember that, too. Like, yeah. it, it's like any other job you have. You have officers who are really good, who really care, who do their best. And, you know, officers, they're just there to collect a paycheck yeah. and a pension. Like, if I have a case to give to somebody else, like, I want to meet with them. Right. And then I talk to them, and I kind of, like... Feel them out. You feel them out. You're like, yeah. hey, you know, how long you been doing this? What'd you do before that? Like, tell me about one of your, like, you know, one of your good cases or something like that. So, right. like, you just kind of talk to them. Do you start out with that, or do you like hit them up and be like, hey, I got this case. Can I meet talk to you about it? Yeah, and that's then, what I did. And then you just kind of like, yeah, I said, hey, I got this bit. case. I really want to get somebody that wants to do something with this. And then, uh, I, I mean, I got a pretty good feeling right away. Right. And then once I met him, I mean, it was like. Yeah, yeah, this guy's going to be all right. That's cool. And I gave him the case. There wasn't a whole lot of work right, he had yeah, to do. Yeah. I gave him the case. Like right. There was very much, very little follow-up for him to do because yeah. of what I had already. So. That's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty good. That's uh, awesome, man. 
Yeah, yeah. it was a good one. It was a good one. Uh, I, it was a good interview too. So like he, the, the suspect interviewed. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Dude. Hopefully this does get me in trouble, but I think, I think that was, I don't think I said too much, but. Okay. Yeah. Well, if you did, just uh, I'll let, let me know. know and I'll cut it out before it airs. I but I, I, but right. I mean, no, that, that's cool, man. I, I, you, do, you do a lot of good work up there. I know you're, see, you're self-deprecating. You talk about, oh, I'm not a real cop anymore. You I'm are. Not you're just cop. a different role. It's different a different role. role. Different role. You're still a cop, though. I've definitely still... slowed down. Like, I can't, I can't run the pace that I used to, man. Like, yeah. I used to just, like, run. And, like, now I'm just, like, it's a little harder. Yeah. About 21 years, you're just, like, kind of slow down a little bit. But, like, For I sure. feel like my stuff's, when I look at a case that I did, you know, nine years ago, like, a, the same type of investigation, I'm literally like, oh, my goodness. Like, you missed this. You missed that. Like, you didn't do that. Why didn't you do that? So I do a, you just, it's much more, it's better. Yeah, like it's my, much more thorough. My quality of work is better than it was nine years ago. Well, and that probably, probably slow, takes though. you a little longer, but that yeah, does slow you down if you're man. doing more thorough. I'm an old man. Nah, you're not that old. Come on. Feeling you're old. not, you're not, you're, yeah, we're about the same. Dude, same I have age. an 18 year old daughter and a 15 year old daughter now. She's not, she just turned 15. Maybe the, that's the what one. keeps me really young. Cause your my kids, kids are, are young. Yeah. My kids are young, but we're, we're pretty, we're like the same age. Yeah. Yeah. So, dude, I'm out, I'm out there. I'm, I'm pushing a car. Dude, chasing I the like bad it. guy. I like it. You like chasing the bad guy. I do. I do. Dude, I messed up the other day. Oh, you missed one? No, I messed up. What? Yeah, this guy ran for me. And it, I, I messed up. I didn't. What'd you do? My tactics. Oh. It was just, it was bad. Ran in a car or on no, foot? No, on foot. On foot. We got him. We got a perimeter set. We got him. But oh. I just messed up. Okay. I, it was, I felt well, bad it's a different, it was my so fault. Here's the thing. This is a, you work in a different environment than you're used to probably. Yeah, yeah. So like you're you're looking at backyards versus and land versus oh dude I started setting up this perimeter and I realized <laughs> the perimeter I was trying to set up was like acres of land <laughs> right a totally different environment right yeah, yeah it was wild yeah were you but, doing half blocks back in you know, oh yeah you could do like half block job. like I I started setting up a perimeter that was like acres and I was like this ain't gonna work <laughs> it's gonna take forever dude I mean, a helicopter we had up here. so many agencies there oh really and it, and it was like I didn't hear it about was a this. simple it was a simple warrant it was it okay. was only a little bit ago yeah I'll tell you more off air but all right, all right. yeah it was it was wild but it, you got him we we got him we got the bag we got him but it was it was, was it for something good or something like yeah it was, it was a silly you know warrant but <laughs> but it was just the you know don't it's run the point don't run don't from run, the cops don't run from the police we're gonna catch you yeah so it, it worked out, but Singing yeah. bad boys, bad boys. What oh you going to do? Please don't. Like, what why? you going to do? You just when we ruined the entire you. episode. You, you're, you sing as bad as John Hinckley. Hey, you're the <laughs> editor. You can editor it out. You know? <laughs> I'm going to put, I'm going to mash your voice beside John Hinckley's. You guys can like, <laughs> do tours together. Oh man. I'm not going to tour with that guy. Dude, when you were if talking. If I tour with that guy, I, he's going to wind up in a different. It's wild. It's it's wild watching his videos on YouTube. Yeah, like you're like, eh, is not... he off? Oh yeah. So you can he, tell he, like he's, he's a not a off. Person. Like yeah. So yeah. he needs to be in a hospital. Or do you think he's gonna? You think he's gonna well, commit another crime before I mean, he dies? I I don't I don't know. I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I just I think he's you know he just you you can just he just doesn't appear to be completely okay. you know a hundred percent I would yeah. say, but um, but no when you were talking about uh you know your case your victim yeah um not being able to uh see or hear or anything like that um it reminded me of i just saw this video of uh kamala harris and a bunch of people sitting around the table 
Dude. Did you see this? Yes. Oh, my word. This stuff makes me laugh. I, I don't know why. Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris. Like, I go by the pronouns I, of I, uh, she, her. She, her. I'm wearing a blue. And she looks at, she <laughs> looks at her sleeve. She looks at her sleeve. Remember what she wears? She, she goes, I'm wearing, wearing a blue suit. I'm wearing a blue suit. And then they go around. I don't know what this meeting was yeah, about. Yeah, they all go around the table. And, and they all say like oh. their pronouns and explain what they're wearing for so as not to um uh uh someone who can't see someone who can't see like you know a blind person yeah a blind person yeah but what's the word i'm looking for like so as not to marginalize blind people but someone pointed out they're all wearing masks so they're marginalizing people that read lips no but that one lady had a mask that had a like a plastic thing here good for her so she's and she even said I'm wearing this so that way you could read my lips. Great. Because she didn't want to offend anybody. So she was, she was the, above and she, beyond. She was above and beyond. She like outplayed the, the vice, vice president, president of the United States who was not wearing a mask that you could read her lips. How dare her? That's terrible. That's terrible. I, I was just so amused by this. Dude, I, it was super funny, dude, man. I almost, I like almost, how many people you think are laughing at that? Like countries, like other countries are literally like giggling. But isn't the, this going on in other countries too? Yeah, I think like, what do, they, what do they call ourselves? First world countries? Yeah. Yeah, everybody else is laughing at us. Uh, I mean, I'm laughing. Did I you think see, so I don't, I don't know what I think, like, right, I think so, we so should, you would have to cut this out. I think we should start I almost started. My name is Anthony Weaver. I'm the host of Diagnosis of Cops Calling. I'm a I, I, he, I, her. He, him. He, him. They. That, I, he, a, he, him. I am wearing a short sleeve green t-shirt. Well, at first you weren't wearing a, a t-shirt, which was kind of wild. But <laughs> it's like, true. Well, no, when you first came over. It was real over, hot. It listen, was real hot. when you first the came over. The studio was warm. When you first came over, yeah. I had just ended a giant wrestling match with my kids. And I was like burning up. And I was like, I'm sorry. I'm taking my shirt yeah. off for, for a little bit. My shirt has been on the entire episode. Yeah, you had it off for like the first couple minutes. Yeah, yeah. I just needed to cool down. Right, and you like did. I was getting you swampy. Did. did you see, so what do you think about this? Zelensky, right? The, the uh, Ukraine. All right, the war in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody likes war. Right. Right, and I don't think war is a good thing. He and his wife are in Vogue. Like, on the front page of Vogue. Like, they, Vogue did an article on them. Like there's a war going on in your country and you're going to pose in like your green, like army shirt, your like tactical pants in like a fancy room behind you is a, a couch with like a portrait of yourself and your wife sitting there holding your hand and you're going to get your pictures taken while a war is going on in your country. Like it's really bizarre. It's super bizarre. And I'm like, I don't know, man. It's just like. It confuses me. It makes it's me think like weird. I might be, we might be being told something that actually isn't what it is. Yeah. I don't know, man. But don't you feel like that a lot? Totally. The older I get, I do. Yeah. I mean, I before mean, I was just like, you tell me this, I'll do it. You tell me this, I'll believe it. Like now it's just like, man, I can't believe a thing. Well, right. I, I mean, I know what I can believe. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's just, I mean, there's one thing that's, that's, lasted the test of time is the word of god the bible it has I mean, it's lasted the test of time you can't disprove it uh it, i don't i don't believe it can be disproven like it just it can't it it, it 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 withstands all of the 
the the the coming against it that comes against it like it's yeah. just it just does and all of these things that we hear in the media and the news like you just wait a month and it's going to be either the opposite or it's going to be just a different variation of it right like you can't believe anything so right. it's like man it's just it's a tough time to live i think but like every every time is tough right um, but that's why i think like uh you know when we when we talk about some of the stuff we talk about on the podcast i think sometimes we are slow to really unpack some stuff because we want to we want to wait i'm gonna yeah i want to wait till i till i feel comfortable that i know enough about the situation because you can't trust what you're being told right i don't think you can Uh, the the time that we live is so like i don't know the word to describe it it's so off Right, that, like you, you should not believe everything you're being told. You shouldn't, right? Or every yes, everything you're being told, everything you read, you should not believe. Right. You should. You should. You should look at it pessim, uh, like pessimistic. Yeah, pessim. Like, like look at it, take it for a grain of salt, and then kind of like take a breath. Right. And now, just think about what what you were told. Why were you told it? Where do you live? You know what's what else is going on around what you're being told, like right. all of this. It's just like, yeah. Now crazy. within the wheelhouse of what you and I talk about on the podcast and the podcast itself, I would say, I think biblically you should so- show deference to law enforcement instead of showing deference to the criminal. So I will do that in these cases. Like I, I talk, yeah. I talk about, you know, a couple, couple, the, the Akron, Ohio case today that uh, on this episode that we talk about, like, I don't know all the details in that, but I'm, I'm showing deference to the police in that case. But I believe that is biblically what I should be doing because they were showing deference to a criminal. Because they were put in authority to hold the lawbreaker accountable. Right. Yeah. So. Sure. That. Yeah. So I think. I think. But, th- but we did a- it with Uvalde. We, we took a step back. Right. And we just kind of like, okay, why are we being told all this? Right. You know, and then we kind of like. Let kind of some dust settle. Let it breathe a little bit, you Let know, breathe. as they say. Yeah. But yeah, all, the, all that to say, I think there's so much confusion in our world. And I do like 100% agree with you. Like the one thing that is clear and consistent, consistent, consistent cost, yeah. like rock solid. It hasn't changed. Yeah. It doesn't change. Um, is the word. It's the word. Yeah. So, you know, so we can rely on it, trust in it, trust in what it says, believe in Jesus, turn from your sins and run from that which is evil. Yeah. And that's what we aim to do on every single low expectation, even though this was the descent into the bowels of amateurism. amateurism. So good. Even though, even though that's what we, <laughs> even though that's what we do. We try to do that too, right? We try. I think we, I think we did pretty good. Descending into the bowels here. Yeah, yeah. I had fun. Yeah, it's it's always a good time. It's always a great time. It's always a great time with Gary. Thanks for coming on. Number six, talking through some more current events. Yeah, these are pretty current. Um, Yeah, I think we're gonna have more, dude. Every single there's always so much to sift through. And like, if if your listeners have stuff, like they should send it to you. Well, and that's one of the reasons I brought up Uvalde. I was like, I had, I had people, people were hitting you up. I had listeners saying, do you think we need to talk about? And if they have like specific questions, like that would be helpful. Yeah, absolutely. And anyone pointed like, like come at us. Like, I'm not scared. Like, 
Yeah. I want to be Come confronted. at me, bro. Well, I don't, I mean. No, I'm like serious. Me, but like, yeah, I want, like, I want a hard, I want the hard questions too, because like, I don't know everything. Yeah. I'm an idiot. Like, no, like this absolutely. is the bowels of amateurism. Like, that's <laughs> just truly where I live and, and breathe. And, but like, I, I should have my like senses and my like thought process. My thought process is like questioned. Yeah. And I don't mind it. I like it. Yeah. And I actually like pushback. Um, I don't, I don't mind being confronted. So like, I think it'd be cool if, you know, your listeners have hard questions, like ask it. Yeah, like, absolutely. He's going to be mad. Like yeah. nobody's going to be like, ah, oh, you're done. I'm not, I'm going to yeah. unfollow you on Twitter. Like I, I kind of like it. Yeah. Come at me. Just don't call me a racist. Cause I'm not a racist. Yeah. Yeah. Come I'm, at me, bro. I'm a man. Yeah. I'm 40. Yeah. Who's that I, coach? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what were you going to say? You were going to say something else. I don't know. Yeah. There's a coach a, a long time ago. They were, he was oh. given one of his, his, I think it was a college coach giving one of his, his athletes a hard time. And he stands yeah. up at the podium, podium and he's like, come at me. I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> I'm 40. Yeah. That makes you a man. <laughs> uh, That's super so funny. bring it. Yeah. Bring, yeah. bring the questions. We'll, yeah. we'll take them. Yeah. Or, we'll, or if they find, if they see an event that they think yeah. it would be fun for us to talk about send that it. maybe we missed. Send it. Send it. Send it. I'm going to send it. Come to me. Yeah. What? Did I ever see what? No, I think there's like YouTube videos about I'm going to send it. And this guy like does crazy like. That doesn't matter. It's stupid. It sounds like it. Thanks, Gary. Yeah, Yeah, man. Good time. Thanks for having me on. Peace. See you next time. Peace.